Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alchemy Food Network. This is Ori, and today is Monday, so it's Coffee with Ori, and I am your host, Ori. Welcome. Happy Monday. Uh, may this week be wonderful. It's the beginning of a new of a new week. So may it be filled with love, laugh, love, laugh, laughter, and wait, love, laughter, and joy, and love and light. May it be filled with all those things. Today, um, I really didn't have a topic for today, to be honest with you. So what I want to do today is I want to do what I do best, which is this, which is this. Not full readings, just I, I would like people to ask me questions and, and let me see what the spirit has to say. I must say that I did have a great weekend, though, guys. I hope you guys did, too. I went to this place called the Green and Yellow Mall in Fort Lauderdale. Actually, no, Hollywood, Hollywood. And I brought this product. And no, I am not getting paid for this. I'm actually just showing you. And it is called uh, La Cure. And this salt that I thought um, wasn't going to do really much. I went and I put it in my hands. And when I washed it off of water, my hands were like baby soft. I tried it on my, my legs and my legs are dry because of the diabetes. And it also made my legs really, really soft. So it is, it is, um, you can, you can Google this product that, www.cureskin.care or you can do jari j-a-r-i at cureskin.care okay cure natural skin care remember i'm not getting paid for this i just went there and i found those people to be really 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 nice and really cool hey Nathan, i know that you're there i have i'm not ignoring you i know that you're there Hope all is well. I also went to this holistic place where it's Anne and Anne Elise Holistic. This is their card. And the gentleman there, the, the wife, you know, he deals with crystals and herbs and oils. And the the wife does, um, she takes crystals and she uh how do you call that? She encases them in wire like copper and silver and in gold real gold so these people are harnessed um these people are Anne and Elise and it's holistic and their email is www a-n-n-e-l-i-s-e elise holistics.com you should look at their website and you can see, you know, how they do the wiring and they do other things. So, you know, reach out, get to know people. Now, like I said, it's Monday. Blessed be, be happy. I hope that you all are happy because 
I am happy as a pig in shit these days because I am alive. The universe is providing. Life itself is good. The universe is keeping people away from me that I do not want in my life. And things are moving. So anyone with a question, please feel free to ask now. Just a three-card reading. So anyone who's interested, anyone who's out there, don't pass up the opportunity because it's for free. You know I do not give free readings. So take advantage. If you want to know something, ask the question. All right. Until one of you decide that you want one. Uh Going to this plaza was really, really, really insightful. Of course, there are nothing but beautiful people um, who is meeting, who is meeting with my cars. Who's meeting? Messing. I don't know. Let's find out. Find out. One, two, three. The Six of Blades deals with hypocrisy. It deals with jealousy. It deals with, it also tells you that there's a lot of, one, there's a lot of hypocrisy. Two, there's a lot of envy, jealousy, not just with you, but also the fact that you are um keeping your girlfriend uh like in this state of of being calm so there are people family members and people that know you guys that don't want to see her happy and don't want to see you happy so that they're, they're trying to mess with you to see how far they can push you and the reason that it's working is because in the two of blades, it tells you that you are in the middle. You're in the precipice. Like precipice means like towards the end, but you're technically in the middle of the precipice, which means you're allowing these things to actually interfere in your life. And by you giving yourself these thoughts of something is going to happen, you're always waiting for the last shoe to drop where you should change the way that you think. And instead of thinking, you know, what can happen next? Well, a lot of things can happen. So instead of thinking like that, what you should, what you need to do is start asking spirit angels and guides to protect your car from all negativity and from all negative people and any idea that people may have in, in trying to hurt you or mislead you or make you feel, uh, like you're losing your mind, may they be able to, may, may they push them away. Um, you need to, to need to strengthen yourself with more baths and you need to strengthen yourself with med meditating on positive rather than to be so angry, okay? It also has a lot to do with people that come in your house as well. So start getting into the habit of maybe saging your house or cleaning your house and tell your lady to do the same thing because Unfortunately, 
you guys are kind, but you people are taking your kindness for weakness. And the 11 of cups, it deals with family. So one of the biggest things is family. And vibrational, uh, vibrational, vibrationally speaking, you know, whether it's gossip or problems or complaints or someone coming to your house and, and telling you whether it's about your, your family or her family, all that's doing is, is just causing um, in the atmosphere negative vibes. And because they're causing negative vibes, it's bringing a little bit of chaos into your very calm household. I don't know if this makes any sense, but the person that's messing with your car, you already know who they are. Don't You can't stop not thinking about what you already know. Don't start thinking and doubting yourself. You already know what's happening. So let's have a come to Jesus moment and let's stop playing with ourselves and understand that this is closer and the people, the people, because it's not just one person, the people that are doing it are just doing it at the most at the moment that you and your lady are the most calm so that they can mess with you. So don't let people mess with you in here and you'll see how things will start flowing. That's my advice. Okay. I want to reading too. Me too. What do you want to know, Dr. D? You're welcome. So tell me, Dr. D, what would you like to know? If there's anything that you would like to know. I'm gonna keep moving these cards around until you pose the question. Once you pose the question, I will stop. And if there's, hi, Miss Sadia, my car is coming, my car coming to Mexico. Okay, give me a second. Hello, Miss Sadia, I saw that you were there. So give me a second before you pose another question. Six clubs, the one and the four of, Okay. The six, when we deal with the six of cups, the six of cups talks about family. And it's not blood family. It's family that is in, in, in your circle, whether it be us, the people who, the people who work on your channel, or whether it's people that you have met along your journeys, not just now, but also when you were in Asia. And when you were not in, in uh, when you were in uh, Hawaii, when you were um, in this uh, what is this this island that you were in? Anyway, so the six of the six of cups is dealing with family people that you know, but it also deals with betrayal. So it's telling you that no matter how much you want to share with people, don't share too much, okay? At this particular moment, your car, your car situation is kind of like right here. It's delayed. But it's not delayed because 
you have done anything. It's been delayed because there are too many people that want to know where you are, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how you're managing to do the things that you do. Um, which has always been the case for you. People always want to know. Unfortunately, a lot of those people don't bring anything to the table. You bring actually a lot more. So in, in six, the six of cups, basically keep yourself focused on what you need to focus, which is be in the world, but not of it. So anytime a negative thought comes into your head, walk it out, okay? One, the one deals with, is it cool? Deals with the dead. It deals with spirits. And it tells you to visit your ancestors, whether it's the lady of the ocean, the lady of the lake, the lady of the, of, of the park, that there's always a spirit lingering somewhere. You have that ability to attract. It is time to start sweetening yourself up again. Go to the ocean and smear, um, you know, you don't have to smear molasses. You can smear honey on you and then go into the water. You can go and give fruit. You know, you can take, you know, spiritual baths that include honey. Um, you can do anything, you know. Overall, always live in gratitude of the universe, of the universe giving you what you don't have yet but always live in the gratitude of doing so. And yes, in four, Elegbox telling you your, your paths are open. There's nothing that's holding you back except the realization that you're dealing with people who are not nice. And I'm saying it that way because that's the way you say it. I would just say they're kind of shitty people, you know? So unfortunately, sometimes we got to roll a whole bunch of roll of toilet tissue around us so that we don't have to get cacas on ourselves with people like that. You are kind and you share sometimes a little too much with people and then they take your ideas. So try not to do that and understand that it, this is going to take a little longer, but it's not going to take a whole month. It's just going to take a little longer. But you need to go to the water. You need to visit the water like you were planning to do before and you haven't done, but you need to go because it is important to do so. And remember, when you go there, always remember, I don't have to explain this to you, always let the universe know that you live in the gratitude of everything that you have, that you live in the gratitude of having money, of having your vehicle, of having all these things that although they haven't manifested yet, you're thanking them because you know they're on their way. Okay. Next person. Hey, Miss Sadia. Girl, you're asking me a question about 2022 and 2021 is not even over yet. We got so much shit to, that's going to be happening before this year ends. So you need to start preparing yourself. We are all going, we're all going through a spiritual growth. Some of it is emotional, some of it is not, some of it is sad, some of it is happy, some of it you want to pull your hair out, sometimes you want to run out like a crazy person, but just know that you're changing because that's what it's about. The first card is about spirit because it's the one of clubs and it tells you that you need to comply with spirit. You need to make sure that you... Continue to tend to your ancestors, regardless of what anybody thinks. 
because everyone opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. Everybody wants to wants to be saved, and everybody wants you to walk in the in the light of Jesus. But Jesus didn't want you to walk in His light. I think Jesus did what He did because He was showing us what we can do and what we should do, not to follow Him, but what we can do to better ourselves, which is turn the other cheek and do a whole bunch of stuff that you know. It's okay because, you know, that works for him. But ancestral worshiping has existed for a long period of time. Whether people want to accept it or not, you know, follow through in your things and never change. Now, the four of cups is upside down. So I don't know if you're taking care of Elegba. I don't know if you're doing it or if you're not doing it. I don't know if you're doing it on a regular basis or you... You did, and then you stop, and you change. Whatever it is that you've changed with the leg, well, you need to go back because it's upside down. So he's just letting you know two paths are open, but two are closed. So if you want things to flow, you're going to have to go back to basics and start over because the ancestors and the spirits and the powers that be, you can't open up Pandora's box and then decide to close it one day like they're not going to take take it out on you. They eventually will. Right now, you're doing well when it comes to your job and every, everything else. Don't push it, okay? The three of cups tells you to be careful because it deals with spitefulness. And it tells you to make sure that you check your tires on a constant basis, that you check your car doors on a constant basis, that you keep an eye open. When something doesn't feel right and you're in your car, don't get out. Stay in your car. If you're leaving work and it, it's it's getting dark and don't work longer than you have to work. You know, you're going to have to start setting ground rules for yourself because we're living right now. We're going through a lot of uh, negative vibrations and the month of October, November it's a doozy, but more November and December. So just make sure that you keep your eyes wide open because people, you know, there are certain, there are a few people that are not happy with the decisions that you've made and they're not happy with the decisions that you are living through now, okay? And just understand the hypocrisy and jealousy and envy can always cause negativity. The devil's busy. Never forget that. The devil is very busy. So the minute you start to think negative things, the minute you start allowing people to enter into your into your space and start telling you what the hell to do, and you lose your mind like you're a child when you're a grown woman, shame on you, because that's what makes you go backwards in things. Next person. Hi, Chris to Jay. My 12-year-old daughter sees and talks to people constantly. What can I do to help her ease her mind? Well, um, the children today, I have to explain this to you before I throw. Children today are born extraordinary. And if you, Crystal, are medium, which I believe that you are, and you are a person who is spiritual, but you just maybe have not tapped into your spirituality as strong as you should, um, 
it trickles down. If your mama didn't accept it and you don't accept it, your child is innocent, it will come to her because someone has to accept it so that the energy can flow, okay? If she's seeing people, then do not tell her that she's not seeing anything. When, you, when she's telling you she's seeing people, just ask her, who are you seeing? Can you describe them for me? And start writing it down. And if they have a message and it's not a negative message, then ask her, what, what are they talking to you about? What are they trying to tell you? Um, what are they explaining to you? And what do they want you to do? Okay. Just remember that we have control. They don't have control. We have control because they already were here. They died. The ancestors in the spiritual world, they're dead. So at the end of the day, you're, if, you have, if you're a gifted person, you're going to see it by, by instilling ignorance in children. They stop seeing, but it doesn't mean they stop hearing. And that's why a lot of children, these and a lot of children in the world are HDHD, or they're going through all types of emotional traumas because they hear a lot of voices in their head because they weren't taught that this is a spiritual world. We are going through spiritual times. The vibration has changed. We are no longer vibrating at 740 megahertz. We are not. Children hear things that we cannot hear. So understand that as long as she's still 12, the vibrations that she feels and she hears are totally different from what you hear because you can't hear them and neither can I. Now, I'm going to see. Okay. Okay. In the two of coins, it tells you that both you and your child are in the middle. Okay. Um, you're both very spiritual. But if you don't feel comfortable with what's going on with her, my advice is don't shun her. Don't, don't, don't make it seem as if what she's listening to, it, it's, not, it's not good because spirits have the way to, to show you who they are. But overall, I want you to know one thing, that God has the power to show you that he is God all the time. And there are people who are chosen. And the Bible says that each person in this world are born with gifts. Some people can hear. Some people can see. Some people can feel. Some people can do this. Some people can do that. Some children are born with three gifts, four gifts, five gifts. So don't be alarmed. But you, are, you also are gifted. So you need to, to open yourself up and be open to the possibilities that your daughter is on her own path and you can ease her mind by letting her know that she can just say, I choose not to participate in this today or tomorrow or any other day. Now in the seven of clubs, I don't know if you've gone to the water, to the ocean. I don't know if you visit the water at all. But if you haven't before the winter hits, you should go to the water. You should go to the ocean. If you can get somebody to take you, take your daughter and just, you know, wash her down with some, some seawater. It's important. Seawater is, is important and it does help and it does clean you. So I suggest you do that. Now, the Ten of Cups tells you that she is a very gifted human being. And 
when she starts, when she becomes like 14, 15, she's going to develop um, her healing skills. So when she develops her he healing skills and, and let's say you have a, a really bad headache or you, or you have a pain somewhere and she says, mom, you know, uh, and she puts her hands on you, you know, don't think that she's like freaking out or something is happening to her. It's not. Spirit will always guide her to where she needs to go. But but there always is a balance. Remember, there's a balance of good and bad. You always have to keep teetering that. That's why my advice to you is to give advice to her and is to let her know that when she doesn't want to hear, when she doesn't want to see, it is up to her to say, I choose not to participate. If your daughter is having nightmares and she's seeing things at night and you don't turn on the light, it's always best to have a night light. Any spiritual person who is really spiritual should sleep with a night light on. I don't mean a big lamp, I mean a night light because we need to be able to see the clarity of what's coming so that we can say enough is enough, okay? Overall, it's really good. Just prepare yourself and give her, give, you know what? I think both of you should, should start a journal, you know, a mutual journal. You know, her telling you whether it's a dream, you start looking up the dreams. You know, if she's, if she's telling you that she's walking to the park and in the park she sees a bench and she sees water and she sees trees, then you need to look at it that way and start looking at that, like the park. Park is one dream. You know, trees, that's another dream. A bench is another part of the dream. The water, it's another part of the dream. So once you start finding out what each individual thing means and you put it together, the message is there. I hope I've been helpful. You're welcome, Sadia. You know that 21, 22 is going to be a doozy. So prepare yourself. Well, Crystal, you have to find out if this is a family member. Um, let her describe it. If you have pictures of your ancestors, maybe you can you know, show her pictures of your family members that are dead and see who she's seeing. I believe that it is somebody that is an ancestor. I don't believe that it's a spirit that's random. So just understand that whatever she tells you in detail, write it down. Because the only way you're going to be able to decipher because this is not going to be the first spirit she sees and it's not going to be the last spirit she sees. So just take heed, start writing things down. It's important. You're welcome. When you go, you let Yemaya know that you came there because you're trying to resolve things, that you want her waters, her salty waters to remove whatever toxicity you've picked up in the last few weeks. You also want her to give you clarity in what you need and to push away whatever is negative and whatever is negative that's coming. And the people that are negative, that are salty, to keep them away from you. My advice to you. Any other questions? Anyone else? Gonna be going to commercial soon. 
Hello, Sophia, how are you? Been in between last week and today I have seen dead people on the curb and on the street across my house. Always need four corners. Why am I seeing this? Okay, well, I can tell you this, okay? Right now there is a big rift in the universe. So there is a big rift between the living and the dead. There are a lot of people dying and a lot of people have died within your neighborhood and in your surroundings. I'm not gonna throw three, I'm gonna throw four. Now, in the five of cups, that deals with family, the blood that runs through your veins. So as a child of Yemaya, you need to make sure that your family is taken care of by talking to the goddesses of your dimension, which is Greece. You know, start talking to them, start doing offerings to them as we would do for our Rishas. Why? Because it is important, okay? It is important because it's you, your husband, and you had your three children. So that is very important. Now, the three of clubs tells you about separation. Separation doesn't mean separation with your family. It doesn't mean that. But it means that someone that you know will die, whether it's someone that you know in the religion or someone that you your children may know that you know but someone is playing with things that they don't understand and because it's three and it's obunda is letting you know that the reason that you're seeing it so close to home is because this particular person or persons are trying we're trying to trap you somehow and involve you in something and you didn't want to be bothered but it's telling you here in the three of clubs that there is going to be a separation of spirit and human meaning someone will die and very soon so it's coming to your your street to make you aware of how close this negativity is and was now, in the 12 of clubs, it's telling you that for a long time, your anger was what fueled you. But now you're not allowing the anger to fuel you anymore, which is a very good step. But you have to be stern with spirit because if you're not stern with your spirits, then they're going to overwhelm you because you live in a house where your children are all spiritual and your husband. So you need to make sure that you are at balance with your spirit. You make sure that you take baths. You make sure that you're on top of your spirituality. You make sure that you talk to the dead, that you are on top of your ancestral worshiping on both sides of your, of your family history and make sure that you understand that right now, whatever spirits are coming through and are showing them, your, themselves to you are not coming into your home they're coming around you, and it's only because things are being sent to you. So the way you see them, that they're dead on the sidewalk, is exactly how the, the person or persons that are trying to do stuff to you are going to end up. Now, the last card is Obunda again, and it's the three of blades. So it's telling you, protect yourself, protect your home, and protect your children the best that you know how. Chango may give you may be your father, but Ogun will give you the world. And if you believe in Ogun, and I know you do, ask him.
clean yourself, clean your family with, with, with coconuts and then put them to the calderos, put them to your caldero, put it to, to a wound, put it, just clean yourselves. It doesn't matter, get 10, 12, clean yourself and just put them out there and you will see. If they crack, remove it, put another one in its place. But you will see that what spirit is showing you has nothing to do with your family and it has nothing to do with you. The vision you're seeing is very clear of the people that have died in your neighborhood and people that will continue to die because there will be a lot of violent things happening very soon with people that you know. Hope I've been helpful. Okay, let's go to commercial. Corey, sorry, let's go to commercial right now. And Okay, welcome back. Uh, Sophia, I hope that I've been helpful in this. Just remember, you're in a journey. You're on a journey. And it's always in the corners because you know what? Maybe you're going to need to go and feed the four corners. No blood magic. Just, just candies and stuff like that. But just feed the corners. I think that it will help you to better see. Okay. Is there anyone else out there? Hi, Carmen. I feel like I'm being tormented and it's affecting my kids as well. Mostly in my house is the and is the baby that I see in my daughter's car seat was that her twin that passed. Okay. The one of the one of blade talks to you about the dead. Okay. Um, the first thing that you need to understand, Carmen, is that you're not being tormented. I think that that you live in a world where you have to see it to believe it. You're like St. Thomas. And I think that if you try to understand it and you try to, to be a part of it, you know, there's always someone in your family that always has something to say. So I think that you need to understand that they're trying to communicate with your child, but they're also trying to communicate with you. And you have to either choose to walk away and say, I don't want to be a part of this, or you need to learn that it is part of you and it will be part of your child because of her father. So it will walk with your child. And if you had a child that you that was a twin and you lost her, just her or him, don't, don't, the mourning period is, you're gonna always mourn. Never think that you're not gonna mourn. You're always gonna mourn. You're always gonna, you're gonna be sad, but you know what? You need to change that. Instead of being sad, be happy that that child actually 
that 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 God's plan was bigger than yours. God needed a soldier and, and they took your child. But does not mean that you will not see the child, that you, that child will not be part of you. The spirit will always be with you. And you can't be afraid of it, okay? Now, in the six of clubs, it deals with a lot of hypocrisy, Connie. It deals with a lot of hypocrisy and it deals with a lot of people. And, and, and you know, the clubs is, you know, you can't talk to people, and if you think that you can, and you try to explain things to people, they think you're crazy. You're not crazy. You're not crazy, and what you're seeing is exactly what you feel it is. Don't let anyone talk you down. But if but if you feel that you're being tormented, my suggestion is uh, light a candle for the child. Start on the floor. Start on the floor with a tea light. Start on the floor for nine days. Start it with a tea light and a glass of water. You light a tea light, might take two hours for it to go off, let it go off. To the next day, put maybe a shoebox, put the, the water and the candle there. When that candle goes out, then you remove it. The third day, you keep putting it higher until the ninth day, it's higher than you. Once it's higher than you, then you ask the spirit to leave and to find the light. But as long as you continue to hold that energy of sadness within you, that spirit is not at rest. So we have to let them go because they all, they have their own mission, just like you have your own journey, okay? Now, in the four of coins, it tells you the child who is good with mother and father and with her family, her kids, meaning, you know, and with people, have the blessings of God and, and, and all the powers that be. But sometimes you have to know when to give and when not to give. Sometimes you have to know how to be open with people and how not to be open. Sometimes our own family can pull us down. I don't think that they do it intentionally, but some family members do do things it's intentionally because if they're used to you helping them, they don't want to see you be happy because that therefore it means that they're gonna have that they're not gonna have you there always doing favors for them. So think about these things that's going on in your life and what's surrounding you and what is aggravating you because you're not only you're not only being affected and tormented by this spirit, you're being tormented by people. So learn to say, hell no, and learn to say, get the hell out of my house. If you don't know how to act, then get out. Learn to be more stern with the people who are who live in your, in your home and let yourself keep in mind also that you are also a grown person and you don't need to be told what to do. You're not a child, okay? I hope I've been helpful. Anyone else out there? Let it rip. They have questions, I can answer a question or two. It's not a big deal, just let it rip. Sophia, yes, listen with love and help. Well, light and love to you and to your family always. Just remember that there are a lot of things that, that we as spiritual people, we have obligations, you know? We didn't choose the Orishas, the Orishas chose us. So we have a mission and we have to continue our mission. It is time to unite, not just the African ancestors and the Native American ancestors and your blood, it's time to unite the Greeks and the Romans and all the spirits that walk with you 
from across the ocean because that is why you are you are called omilasa you're called holy water because your water is holy and is blessed okay is there anyone else This is, I can't do it. Huh? If there's anybody out there that wants Dr. D to say something, can you do a reading for me? Oh, wait, who is that? Who? Oh, well, do you want it to be private or do you, I mean, I have, I threw out some cards. So do you want it to be private or do you just want me to tell you now, talk to you? Uh, no, it is cool. What do you mean? Well, Corey, look, I have them out. Don't worry. I know what to say. Okay. Thank you. The first card that comes up is the 11. Okay. And the 11 of coins, it tells you that you are a smart human being. You're very smart. You're smarter than what you give your credit yourself credit for. And sometimes you kind of like to play that role that you're not smart or you're not, you know, you, because you don't want to do certain things. There's a difference between being smart and being lazy. There's a difference between being smart and being a smart ass. Most of the time, you're a smart, wonderful kid. A lot of the time, you're a smart ass. Now, in the 11 of clubs is upside down, which deals with not just your intellectual being, it also deals with your mental being. You're not slow. You're not there's nothing wrong with you mentally, um, but you have to remember one thing. The mind, the body, and the soul have to connect. If the mind is not moving right and the soul is not moving right and the physical body, you're not doing anything with it, you're, what you're doing is you're slowing yourself down. Spirit needs a vessel to work in, and spirit wants a vessel that's healthy. I'm not saying that I'm the, I'm the most healthy. I did. I just started to go back to the gym. So at the end of the day, just it's not so much as your weight as it is what you eat, because a lot of these foods are very toxic, and um, a lot of these foods have a lot of poison in them. But we don't take the time to really read. 
the five of clubs tells you not to worry about income coming because something is coming your way soon. And you will be victorious because the one, the one of coin, the dead is telling you, you'll be, you will be, you will be okay. Don't panic. Don't, don't, don't think that you're not going to be okay. You're going to be fine. So far you're doing okay. And you're going to continue to do okay because there are many blessings and many prayers that are being sent out to you on a daily basis, whether you know it or not. But in the six of coins, it tells you do not trust certain people. You know the difference between people and what they are. You're good at reading people because I'm sure that many times you've told your mother, watch out with that person. And of course, being your mother, who we all love, she's hard-headed too. So when it happens, you're like, didn't I tell you? So you are really on your, your game. You just have to stop being numb. No, it's not, a, it's not a matter of state of being. You need to stop acting like a codependent because you're not a codependent. Because if you have to do stuff by yourself, you will do it by yourself. If you need to walk to the corner store, you do it. If you need to make something for you to eat, you will make it to eat. So stop acting like a codependent because the person who is enabler is not there. So you need to understand that all of these tests that you're going through is not a test of your manhood. It's a test of your character and not just your character, your spiritual being, because you are spiritual. You can't run away from it. It's part of you. Okay. So just make sure that, you know, my suggestion to you is, you know, get into the habit and whether you, you understand it or not, get into the habit of maybe placing a glass of water um, in your room somewhere. If you have a dresser, put it in your dresser. Um, put it somewhere where the dogs don't get to it. You know, fill up a glass of water, and um, and every morning or every or every whenever time you get up, dump it, dump it into the toilet, or dump it outside the door, um, and look at it first. If it has a lot of bubbles, that means that it's absorbing whatever negativity is in there, and it's around you. So just dump it out. And right before you go to bed or, or right before you go, whether you're playing games or whatever at night, whatever the time you go either to your room or to the quiet place or to the TV or wherever, just make sure you fill it up a glass of water and put it somewhere in your room or somewhere near you. And then the next day, look at the glass. And as, lo as long as the glass has bubbles, it means you, that there is a lot of negativity surrounding you and things that are slowing you down because there's a spirit that is in your home that's like a sloth spirit. It's a spirit of confusion, but it drags. So um, I don't know what you're going to do as far as cleaning, but um, what I can suggest is to smudge the house with a little bit of sage, not a lot. You don't want to get crazy. And then when you do, just open the door, put the dogs away, open the door and let the smoke go out. Um, understand that, you know, there are people that are nosy that are watching you because they don't see your mother. So they're watching you. So just be aware of not to let people into your home and not to, to allow people to ask you questions. And whenever they're in the mood to ask questions, you let them know that you have to go. You don't have time for this because you got to go somewhere. And even if you have to go nowhere, just walk around the neighborhood and then walk back. 
and just keep it cool like that. But you will be okay. Okay. So don't panic. You know, finances will start coming in. Just don't spend money on crap, dude. Spend, save a little bit of money, you know, save a little bit of money and buy yourself what you need, not what you want. We are not living in times where you spend money on things that you want. You have to spend money on things that you need. Okay. Next question. Thank you. That helps a lot. You're welcome. You're welcome so much. One thing I want you to know is sometimes the scolding and the things that are said to you that you may not like are said to you out of love, not out of malice, not, out, not trying to make you feel bad. Sometimes mothers get pissed off, but sometimes us children, we kind of like push them to that limit. You know, and if you know what bothers your mom or whatever, just, you know, think about that. Think about all the struggles that she goes through and now it's just you and her. So think about that, okay? Is there one anyone else out there that would like to hear something? This is a, a basically a basic synopsis of things that are going to happen before this month ends. Okay, we are on the 18th of this month, so I'm going to short reading one time. Ask a question. You guys can ask whatever you want, but right now, what I am talking about it's things that are to come for this month. In the Seven of Cups. It deals with water disasters, water disasters that are coming, you know, are coming mostly to the West, whether it's rain and hurricanes and all types of water things that are coming. But even here in Florida, there's going to be a lot of things happening soon with water. And um, because there have been so many eruptions, uh, little, little uh, earthquakes, not just here and, and volcanoes exploding, it puts more weight on the water. So there's, there's going to be a few mini tsunamis that you will hear about this month before this month is over and things that are going to be happening soon towards the West and like Louisiana, or I don't know if that's the West or the North, but Louisiana and Texas and Alabama and places like that, you know, um, Atlanta, uh, what do you call, uh, Virginia, North Carolina. You know, you're going to hear of things happening, whether it's overflows of river, too much rain, people's houses getting flooded. So protect yourselves and be mindful. Be mindful that these things can happen. What I do when it's rain, when, when there's a storm coming, what I do is I take um, I take red brick dirt, but I usually get the red brick from the cemetery. So I, I, I get a red brick and I crush it and make it into powder and I add 
charcoal and I crush that into powder. And I take grain salt and I add that into powder and I sprinkle it around my house. Asking Oya, which is the goddess of the winds, because Oya is not, she brings wind. She doesn't bring water. Yemaya belongs, Yemaya is the queen of the waters and she is the mother of, she is the mother of all mothers of the deities. And she controls every body of water, whether it's tears, whether it's river water, sewage water, you name all the type of water, you know, that's the one who takes care of that. Not Oshun. The rudders of the river belong to us. They say belong to Oshun. They belong to Yamaya. And like a sister, she lends her everything. But the river water does not belong to her. Now, in the eight of clubs, it's telling you that you need to learn, all of you that are watching this, you need to learn to allow people to respect you because people will only do to you what you allow them to. And nowadays, we all know that there's a whole bunch of Karens and a whole bunch of Steves out there in the world and we cannot allow them to try to offend us in any way, okay? So you have to constantly, when people say things, you need to constantly correct them to let them know that you're not gonna participate in these little games of theirs. Walking away is not enough. Sometimes you just have to tell them how you feel and walk away because that is important, okay? Now, in the 10 of blades and it's upside down, it said it's time for people to start using their common sense, okay? Forget about what you learned in college. Forget about what master's you have and what bachelor's degree you have and all of these degrees. Forget about them. Use your damn common sense because there's a whole lot of people out there that have degrees and don't do shit with them. And the degrees they have to prove what? To prove to someone who's less than them that they have a degree? It don't matter because you shit the same way we do. Wipe yourself the same way. You put your pants on one leg at a time. If you wear dresses, you put on the dress the same time, the same way, and you put on heels the same way. So at the end of the day, you know what? Just understand that it's not time. At this particular moment, Spirit is saying that from this day forward, it's not so much as educational smartness. It's about common sense, okay? If you feel that something is happening, go with that gut. Because that God voice that lives inside of you has never let, let you down. So listen to it. Don't listen and then dismiss it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be a whole lot of Christian people that are going to die and a whole lot of Christian people that are going to look like fools. Because, like I said, Christ didn't give himself and, and, and so that he can be crucified so that we can follow him. He died to teach us what not to do. So, he didn't teach us to follow him because Christ wasn't a Christian. Buddha wasn't a Buddhist. Muhammad wasn't a Muslim. So at the end of the day, he didn't, Christians didn't become Christians until 100 years after he died. So at the end of the day, he never said, follow me or worship me. He never said, worship me. 
He might have said, I am the way, but he never said, worship me. And that's where people differ. And people may say, well, you know, you are is blasphemy. Well, guess what? Let it be blasphemy. Let he who is without sin judge me. And let him be the one to judge me, not you. Because your opinions, when it comes to judging people, don't matter. And that's how you people need to live too. You need to understand that other people's opinions of you are just, just that are negative. It, it's only their own mirror image that they're spewing at you. What they don't like about themselves, they're trying to convince you that you are doing. So just understand that you are perfect just the way God made you. It doesn't matter if you're sarcastic. It doesn't matter if you're a nice person, if you're a bitch, if you're an airhead. It doesn't matter what you are. It doesn't matter if you're gay, if you're trans. None of that matters. God made you perfect because he created you however he wanted to create you. Okay? So he created you so that you can be the best of what you can be. Not the best of what someone else wants you to be. So this message is for everyone out there. Okay? Use your common sense. Okay? Don't look at a dictionary when... When you see water rising, please don't be a fool. Get in your car and ride. Ride as fast as you can and ride as far as you can. Why? Because it's common sense. If the water is rising really high, it needs to come down at one point. So you want to make sure that you are not in the middle of that. Okay? So I want to wish you all light and love. It is 9.57. And... It's just three minutes left, and I'm going to leave. So commercial is going to come on. Oh, and before I go, like I said, LaCure, and I'm not getting paid for this, but I want you to understand that these people, you know, we have to help one another. There's enough money to be made by everybody, and that is the problem in this world today. People are very greedy. They don't want to help our fellow man. Now, I'm sure the person who owns this patent it's a millionaire, but it doesn't matter because the, the person who distributes it, okay? I don't know if you can see it. They said sold and distributed exclusively by Care Natural Skin Care LLC. I am sure that the person who sells this is not the owner. I I, I believe that this is this is kind of like a little small franchise. And for the price, I think that anybody who, who, who believes that they can sell, this is a product to sell because it does work excellent. And I would never recommend stuff that does not work. Good night. And I love you guys too. Love and light to all of you. And I will see you next Monday. Namaste. And just remember, live right. Try to keep yourself focused and live peacefully. Corey Commercial, please. I got to go.
Hello, everyone. Hello. Hold on. Wait a minute. Okay, because it says live. Well, we're live then. <laughs> ah, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Ori. This is Ori, your host. I, I do apologize because we're having a little difficulties, which is what happens when we travel, when one of us travels. And one of us is in this country and the other one is in another country. I can uh -oh. hear your, I can hear your, your, your thing. Turn right on the mm -hmm. Okay. Um, today's topic is something that I wanted to talk about that occurred last week, but it's not an apology. I don't want you to think that I'm call, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about last week because I want to apologize for the ranting and, and the anger that I felt last week. I'm sorry, guys, for the anger and the ranting I felt last week, because I'm not, I, I don't apologize for something that I feel strongly about. And um, I don't expect people to understand how I feel because a lot of people have not been in my situations and or have been around people like me, you know, I, I know that if it were not for the kindness of strangers, I would not be where I'm at and I would not have survived all the things that I have. But I do believe that the universe is fair and universal law is always just. So I know that uh, my friend, although I was going through some things, you know, the universe is wide and God is good all the time. And that's why I always tell people walk by faith because at the end of the day, things are always resolved one way or the other. Now it is Monday and it is a new day. It is a new beginning. It is a new, a new week. So I'm wishing everybody a happy Monday and a happy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wishing you all love and light and hope all is well. Now, In this week, or let's just say today, I want to talk about something that is that that I also acknowledge and I've seen many, many, many times. And I must say that it is something that to me, it's a little disturbing because sometimes as human beings, I'm not even going to talk about spiritual, I'm talking about human as human beings, we are always trying to help people, and it just seems, hold on, live viewers, comments show up on the stream, Dr. D, I can see you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <sighs> Hold on, babe, sorry. Mm. 
O Lord. Okay, so what was I talking about? Anyway, so hold on, guys, because there's like there's like two more screens on here. I'm sorry we're having so many difficulties, but this is being this is being shown. I can hear it. You gotta put me on mute. Hold on. to the point that I'm trying to make. Um, one of the things that I have been observing, and it's not something that I've been observing as of now, I've been observing this for quite a while now. I've seen people do it and I've talked about it, but you know, I, I see more and more people going through this situation and I don't really, I quite, can't I, I can't quite understand why um because i know that it will not be my monkey ass doing this hi kathy you know i believe that when you are in a relationship with someone it should be something that is um repetitious it's something that you give and you receive you give and you receive and when you are shown love then you become you should become reciprocal and give it back. But I, I noticed that in a lot of relationships, there are people, both men and women, who have something great at home and they just find the need to go on the other side like if the grass is greener, when it really is not. So I find certain things perplexed okay i i i definitely believe that it is better to be alone than they're, mis, they're misguided and misled by someone who pretends to care about you when they don't i don't believe that when people have problems they should stay together for the sake of the children because i think at the end of the day they will end up hurting the children more and i just personally don't believe that when you when when and if you separate from your partner you should dog your partner to your children I, I don't think that that's fair to your child to talk about you know their father or their mother in 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 a bad context because most most likely the problem didn't begin with the parent the parent Turn right onto Circuito Colonias. Dr. D, you're on my screen. Continue for one and a half kilometers. Wait a minute. I get you, I get you, I get you. Okay, so... You know, I believe that if, if two adults 
are having problems, it's between the adults. It's not, it's not between the children. It's, it's between the adults. And it's up to the adults to work these things out. You know, um, I also... I also feel bad. I also feel bad for mothers and, and you know, that that try to find happiness and, and they find these relationships and they give like 110 and yet their boyfriends or husbands or whoever just sit around doing nothing and they don't even participate. Even if they have children, they don't participate. It's almost like they feel like the, the mother is responsible to do everything. And nine out of 10, the mother usually makes more money than the men. And yet the man is makes it seem by right, using reverse psychology, like the woman is not doing enough. I don't understand that either. And I don't understand why women stay and deal with that. Because if you earn enough money that you can take care of your bills by yourself and you don't need any help from a man, then why are you dealing with a man? when you can just walk away from it and and be patient and walk by faith. And it doesn't matter because I know that there are a lot of people who who judge people like Jennifer Lopez because, oh, well, she has this boy, she has this boy, she has it. Well, guess what? I'm a big fan of Jennifer Lopez. I'm very proud of her. I admire the fact that she is not tolerating any BS from any man. That when she feels that she is unhappy, she walks away from it. I don't think that those children are damaged. I don't think that they will be, they will live a life uh, with, with any harm because of the fact that they have female role models like the mother and the sister that are always there. And, you know, they have a father and they have other, you know, bodyguards and stuff that will take care of them. So. You know, like she could, she makes sure that she spends a lot of time with her children because they're her children and she loves them. And and you know, once you have that foundation and and of love and and understanding, I think you can you can beat the odds of of being you know being screwed up. You know what I'm saying? Now, I also know that there are a lot of good there are a lot of women in the world. They'd always say the same thing. I want a good woman. I want a good man. I want a good man. I want a good man. But when they have a good man, they don't know how to treat that good man. Ladies, let go of what happened to you yesterday. Really, the pain that you went through yesterday over an ex, it's not happening now. Let it go. Move on. Why should the person you're with that treats you kind and treats you good, why should he have to suffer for what your ex did to you? And why should you continue to hold on to, to the, the bitterness? Because I find that to be, to be, you know, something big in that, in, 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 in not just one community, in every race, where the, where the man will leave the woman and then the woman, the man is doing, the man automatically meets somebody young and then all of a sudden he decides to start a new family and he's doing this and doing that. But the woman doesn't seem to be able to let it go. Although she may say, I'm over it. If you have to get mad at every time the man is moving forward or he's starting a family or he's doing something, you're not over it. 
But what you don't, what you neglect to see is for every, for every person who creates a new family, for every man who starts a new family, think about everything that he has to do. He has to buy a new house. He has to probably buy her a car. He probably, if she, if she comes with children, he has to deal with her baggage on top of, let's say she gets pregnant to deal with his package. So don't always be so quick to look at things and say, well, I can't believe that they're happy and I'm not happy. Well, how do you know they're happy? You don't know because you don't live there. You're not in their home. You're not, you're not a fly on their wall. And I'm sorry, you know, most, most people that leave other people to go to the other side thinking that the grass is greener, they don't always end up happy. The majority of them end up miserable. And the, 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 they not only do they end up miserable, they end up coming back to you for a favor or for you to help them through something because that's just what they do. And it doesn't mean, and I'm not just saying women, I'm just saying men and women, you know, both men are the same way. Men want a good woman, but when they have a good woman, they're too busy trying to probe them to figure out what the woman did in her past and how many men she was with so that they could judge her and call her all kinds of whores. Ladies, the moment a man calls you out of your name at least once, it's time to go. Because first they start calling you out of your name, then they start throwing stuff. Once they start throwing stuff, then they start breaking shit. When they start breaking shit, they start hitting walls near you, close to you, but they don't hit you, but the hitting will come next. So just keep that in mind. We're all here to be loved and we're all here to share love with one another. We're here to open up our hearts and to give of each other. But if we can't let go of our past and we're constantly being drawn back to, oh, well, you know, this one screwed over and this one cheated on me and this one cheated on me. Well, if five women cheated on you and and according to you, you were kind and five women cheated on you, then either you're the problem or you're the fool. So you need to ask yourself, which one are you? Am I the problem or am I the fool? I think that when you truly love someone and you deal with the beatings and you deal with the with the, the verbal beatings, not, not the physical beatings, but physical, but verbal beatings, uh, the mental cruelty, uh, I don't know, every other type, you know, people putting you down, calling you names, calling you fat, calling you ugly, calling you whatever. I think that when you break down a person's character, somehow or another, they become, they kind of like fall in love with you even more. It's like a person when they get raped over and over and over and over by the same person, they tend to fall in love with the person who hurts them. And it's a psychological thing, but it's true. They do, they fall in love with the person who, hate, who hurt them the most. And they actually start to believe that that happened because they deserved it. 
And these things are sad, but the reality of things is that there are some people that come from that, but then there are people who are, are able to move forward. There are many people out there that are such geniuses. There's the, you guys are amazing. And if no one told you how amazing you are, you're all very amazing people. But sometimes the situation goes wrong and um, we feel as if we are alone. And, and when, when things don't go right for us financially, the first thing we think of is, what am I gonna do with myself? What can I do? What am I gonna do? Um, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm gonna do. Well, my suggestion is to take a look at what it is that you're good at and what you enjoy and turn that into a business because you will make money if you do something that you enjoy and that you're good at. Doesn't always take money to make money, but you can always achieve great things if you do things that make you feel good. I'm a reader, that's what I do. I create spiritual baths, that's what I do. I can create lotions and oils and soaps and you know, you name it, I can create it. That's what I do, that's what I enjoy doing. So at the end of the day, you know, I can, I can either make it or break it, but I can do it for myself. So I don't really need someone to reach out and say, here, no, I create my destiny by creating things to help other people with their destiny. So back to what I was saying, back to what, I, to what I was saying originally, you know, I I I watch this on a constant basis. I, I people watch. So I'll go to the park and I'll sit down. I'll go to the Nicole store. I sit down and I see women, you know, um, I, I see women with men, you know, walking, you know, uh, walking, let's just say their morning walk with their dog. And, and then the woman is talking to the man and the man's like, you know, would you just shut up? And I see the woman look at the man and I say to myself, you know, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad that smart women, very smart women end up with loser men. Sometimes smart men end up with loser women. Maybe it's the, the fact that men like to have young eye candy and because they have the money, they don't really care. But I mean, let's be realistic. You know, Anne Nicole Smith, which is a fabulous looking woman, was with an old, old man. You, do you honestly believe that that woman was truly in love with that man? Come on. We're not idiots. And if you are, if you believe that she is, then I'm sorry. You kind of twist it because I like younger men. I don't like old saggy asses. I'm sorry. And if you are one foot in the grave, I definitely am not going to be messing with you. So can't go through life where people are like, oh, he's a, she's a gold digger or he's a gold digger. Unfortunately, there are a lot of men out there there are 
There are more men out there that are gold diggers than women that are gold diggers. I've learned that. I've seen it. I've experienced it. It even happens in, in, in gay life. You know, unfortunately, you treat people kind and they take your kindness for weakness and people feel like they can just use you. And unfortunately, because like me, we're looking for love and we're looking for some type of attention. We believe that they are that they actually care about us when in reality, they don't even care about themselves. So the lesson in this is to learn it, you know, learn the lesson and, 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 and live life, live what you have and live your best life. No matter what goes on, live it, live it. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than a man who supports you that will guide you, that will allow you to follow your dream, that will help to help build you and, and help you financially when you are in need to create your dream. There's nothing more beautiful than that. There's nothing more beautiful than, than a woman guiding a man and helping him to rebuild himself, not financially, emotionally. There's nothing more beautiful than a woman taking a man under her wing and saying, you know what, I'm gonna help you to rise and then help him rise. I think where the sadness comes in is when they rise to the occasion and they rise to where they're supposed to be. And then all of a sudden they leave the woman because someone prettier came along or someone slimmer came along or someone with money came along. And all of those, all of that time that this other woman molded them, they were being molded. These women molded these men, preparing them for another woman. So I just, I look at things and I say, you know, some of, I saw yeah, some of the most important people in my life, some of the most important women in my life have, have been, hello everyone and thank you. Some of the most important women in my life I have realized have come into my life and I've seen the transformations of what they've done to men, for men, to, to make them whole, to nurture them, to give them love and, and give up their heart and their soul. Just to be insulted by a man, to be put down by a man, to be rejected by a man, to be abused mentally, emotionally, and then, then they try the physical stuff. But if the woman is smart, she'll be smart enough to walk away. But if she's not, unfortunately, she will end up getting beat. And if she thinks that the beatings will stop, they won't. So, there was a time where you would hear women getting beat up so badly and they're in the hospital and they go through this. Nowadays, what you read in the paper is so-and-so went and killed his wife and killed himself and killed the children. Why? I don't know. I just think that it's, it's kind of morbid and it's kind of sad that you would have to want to force a person to stay with you when they don't love you, when they don't want to be with you, 
why force someone to be by your side if they can't even comprehend who you are, if they can't even acknowledge what you bring to the table because you're so busy worrying about what they're bringing to you because that's what it is. They're not worrying about what you bring to the table. They're worrying about what you're doing for them. And there are a lot of men, a, a lot, and I've met a lot of men that, that, that have dated friends of mine and we, we are, we were close. And then all of a sudden, you know, the minute, you know, there's too many conversations with me, they're like, uh, they start getting jealous and insecure. Dude, I'm gay. I don't want your girlfriend, but the insecurity, why? Because a lot of men want a lot of attention and they're very needy. And when men are, when men become needy, that's when the problems begin because they want all the attention, all of your attention. They want you to spend most of the time with you. And if you have family, you know, they want to tag along because technically what they're doing is being nosy. Like if they have friends, they push their friends aside so that they can be up the woman's ass to see what the woman is doing and where she's going and who she's hanging out with. But that I blame on the women. So women, when you have a man, you are the one who mold him to create him. You push him to be that monster. You create that monster because you want him to tag along because you love him. So you want him to tag along, tag along to every family function, to every family this, every... Every party you want them to tag along, your man don't have to tag along to all the shit you go to. Because just like you had a life before you met him, he had a life before he met you, and he should continue his life just like you should continue yours. Because making those sacrifices of always giving yourself up for one person and one person at a time for what? I'm sorry. Gay people do the same thing. I'm not saying that they don't. I have a lot of gay friends that the minute they get a boyfriend, they forget about their friends. Their friends do not exist. Well, maybe that's why I'm alone because I cannot see myself not socializing with my friends or conversating with my friends on a regular basis like I do or even visiting my friends and my family because I have a boyfriend. First of all, this is the one thing that anyone who knows me knows I am this way. I don't invite my boyfriends to my family's houses. I don't invite my partners to my friends' homes. I don't invite them over. I don't want my friends. I don't want my, my partners to socialize with my friends. And I don't want to socialize. Well, no, that's not true. They can socialize with my friends. I don't have a problem with them socializing with my friends. I don't want to socialize with their friends at all. I don't need to. Don't need to be with their friends. They go out with their friends. I never ask where you're going. I never ask what time you're coming back. I don't ask questions. I don't. Maybe I'm weird. I mean, people have said that I'm very insensitive and I really don't care. And you know what? I think about it and I've thought about it and I've pondered on it. And guess what? I really don't care. I don't. And I'm not even pretending that I care. I don't care. I really don't. I'm not a jealous person. I don't go through people's phones. I think that's rude. I think it's improper. And I think that it's insecure. You're insecure if you have to go through your partner's phone. I don't, even if the phone rings, I won't even look at it. I won't look at it because it's not my phone that's ringing. I got my own phone.
And yes, my phone has a passcode and I don't give it to anybody because nobody that I know or nobody that I'm with should ever have the passcode to my phone. But then again, everybody's different. You know, everybody wants to share. It's like when couples go, people, when couples are married or, or you have girlfriends, you know, whether they're lesbians or you have partners that are hetero or you have homosexual partners. I'm sorry, guys, but what the hell and why the hell would I want my partner to be in the bathroom while I'm on the toilet taking a crap? I don't understand that. I don't get that. I think it's freaking weird. I do. I think it's weird. I think that's when you start to cross these lines. You know, I think that that those those little stupid things, those little scenarios that may seem stupid or sound stupid, that's the shit I'm talking about of how you create a monster. You create these monsters where they have to be with you every five minutes. What do you have to talk to me about when I go take a crap that you could not have talked to me about five minutes before I went to take a crap? or five minutes after I come out. What is it that you can't talk to me about? Why do you need to, why do you have the need to feel that you have to go to the bathroom early in the morning when we wake up, when you were up before me and you were sitting in bed, I get up and I decide I go to the bathroom and you're gonna follow me and you're gonna go to the bathroom too, why? I go use the bathroom and you're brushing your teeth but you could have brushed your teeth earlier. See, these are the little, these are the little, little things that people don't understand. You know, I don't understand. Look, it's me. It's, it's my own, my own, uh, it's not my own shit. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it's me. Maybe I'm broken, but you know, there are people and I, and I do that. I, I admire, I admire women that will say, you know, I, you know, I don't want, I can't be with one man. I can't, I can't be attached to one person, you know, and I understand that. And, and I, I believe that you state the facts and you tell the truth from the beginning, you state the facts of why, and you tell the truth of what you want to do. And if the person is willing to accept it, that's fine. If not, then no. You know, there's a lot of things that I don't like and a lot of things I don't agree upon. Maybe I'm a prude. I'm not going to tell you that I haven't had twosomes and threesomes and foursomes. I'm not going to tell you that. But what I will tell you is that when I have a partner, I'm not going to I'm not going to have an open relationship with a partner because it's the thing to do or because gay people want to have open relationships. No, I married you. I'm with you is no open relationship. You need an open relationship, then you need to get the shit. You need to get yourself and get the hell out of my house. There's no open relationships. I don't need them, don't want them. It's not necessary. Life is too short to be jumping and playing games with yourself. People forget and people lose sight. And women, especially you women out here, you do this. You women out there that are heterosexual, you have sex with these men who are heterosexual and you're like, oh no, I'm good. And I don't use condoms, whatever. But you know what? You forget and or you don't remember or you or you dropped you, you were dropped or you dropped yourself in the head and you bumped your head or something. But HIV is very still much alive out there. And so is syphilis and so is gonorrhea and so is chlamydia and so are other diseases out there. 
So when you start having sex with people and you don't use condoms and something happens to you, well, guess what? Good for you because you deserved it because you were a moron and you didn't, you didn't pay attention. You know, uh, I want to know when I'm with someone, I want to know, and I, and I really care about the person. I want you to get tested. I want you to get tested because I get tested every time I get blood work because I'm a diabetic. I get tested. You're on the screen. I want to be, I want my partner to get tested. I want to know what your status is. I'm not going to judge you if you're positive because there's always prep. But the bottom line is, I'm not going to have sex with somebody that hasn't been tested. I want to know what your status is, not for you, for me. Because if I've survived all these years and I haven't, I haven't been sick, why would I want to get in a relationship and get sick? I don't think so. I don't think that's the game that I want to play. And if that's the game the spirit may have for me, then you know what? Then I have no use for spirit either. That's the way I look at things. And that's the way I live life. Okay. So this is not about calling people out and calling them stupid. I don't, I don't like the word stupid. Yes. I've been using it lately because yeah, there's a hell of a lot of stupid people out there. I mean, stupid. But I don't like the word. It's not one of my favorite words, but I'm not here to call out people and say, oh, well, you know, she made this mistake. No, I believe that there's a lot of people out here looking for love somehow or another. She's just looking to be loved. But in doing so, you lose yourself. And if you've already done this and you play this game with yourself so many times, and you pay Russian roulette by losing yourself, why do you continue to do the same thing? You can't stop talking to your friends because you meet somebody new. You can't pull away from family because you meet someone new. You can't spend all your time and want to spend all your time with one person because you automatically you feel happy. You can't do that to yourself because the same, the same uh, the same exact thing that has happened to you, not once, not twice, maybe three times, it's going to happen to you again. Because if you follow this, you're going to realize that you're only, you're only following this pattern of destructiveness. And when you fail, who, do you, who are you going to blame? You have to blame yourself. You can't blame anybody else because that is just how you are. I don't like fair weather friends. I don't like friends that are my friends today and then tomorrow they're with someone and they forget all about me. I don't like that. I think that's. I, I think that those people are very foolish and eventually I get tired and I will pull away because I don't have the time for it, nor do I need people like that in my life. I need people that are going to be there and ask me how I'm doing. And I'm not one to call a lot of people, but you know what? When I do have the time, even if it's a year that passes by, I will reach out and I will pick up where I left off and it will be like normal. But if you can't do that, then that's a problem. And it's not my problem. It's somebody else's problem. Now, keeping yourself focused is not allowing someone to try to manipulate you and guide you where it's going to hurt you, okay? Because there are friends that will tell you, oh, yeah, 
go, you, yeah, why don't you just mess around with him? It'll be okay. Just mess around with him, you know, and when you get tired, you know, you can push him aside. No, because nine out of 10, that person that you're messing around with, you will eventually catch feelings. And what's going to happen? You're going to catch feelings and then they're going to hurt you. You're not going to hurt them. You're going to hurt you, 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 and then you'll get pissed off and you'll say, well, I knew I should have walked away. Well, yeah, that clearly was the idea. Get involved, hit it and run or hit it and keep hitting it until something better comes along and then run. But if you don't state the facts and tell the truth to the person, how are you going to be able to do that? And that's the problem. People play too many games. We're too old to be playing games. Life is too short. It's 2021. We don't, what tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. These fools can push a button tomorrow and, and make, and boom, and, and just blow us all up because they're not thinking about us. They're thinking about themselves. So we need to think more clearly. We need to look at how politics is and look at how dirty it is and look at how unorganized it is and ask ourselves, do we really want to live our lives that way? Because I don't think that we would. I don't think anybody in their right mind wants to live a life playing games with people. And if they do, then they're an ass. And the person that's getting played is a bigger ass because I'm sure that the person is aware that they're being played, they just stay and they deal with it because they feel lonely. They feel like they can't find anyone else. And therefore the people that guide you are guiding you or trying to push you in that direction so that you can do all these things that they do that are kind of effed up. It's only gonna lead you to misery like they are, misery. Misery loves company, so they're gonna be miserable. You're gonna be miserable just like them. So. We as human beings and as actually decent human beings, we've had, I'm sure we've all had hard times. I don't care if you're black, white, Chinese, well, black, white, yellow, green, purple, you know, um, I don't know why I said Chinese, but I do have a lot of Chinese friends and my friend Sadia, who's also on here, we've worked with a lot of Asian people and I love them. So, and so does Dr. D, we love Asian people. So. And yes, guys, this is coffee, by the way. <clears throat> the one thing that I can say is nobody likes to be played, but yet there are people who like to play games. Everybody loves the pretty. Everybody loves the pretty. I know I do. I love pretty men. I love stunning looking young men. But at the end of the day, Let's be realistic. What can they do for me? Absolutely nothing. What have they ever done for me? Absolutely nothing. Just like me, there have been many women and men that have... How am I going to say this without sounding shitty? We've paid for it. We've paid for it. We've paid for the love. We've paid for companionship. We've paid for the relationship we had. You know, we were the primary caregivers and they, we gave them the world and they didn't even buy us a Coca-Cola. And that's a shame, but it's true. So 
this is all about, this is not about, this is not about, um, this is not about shaming anyone. This is about common sense. It's about knowing the people that you surround yourself, but also knowing when to let go of them. You know, there are reasons for seasons and some friends come along in your life for a season. Some come along for two seasons, three seasons, four seasons, but you have to know when to cut the apron string and let it go because a lot of these people are not here to be your friends. A lot of these people are very jealous or envious or they're hypocritical people that may like something you do or they may like the way you are or they may take ideas from you and and they take these ideas only to make themselves feel grander. But I'll tell you one thing about people like that, for you guys out there that suffer and, and, and feel sad. There is no revenge better than, there's no better revenge than just being still and trying and, and outdo, you know? I mean, like I said, you people, a lot of you people know me for many, 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 many years. I have, I have clients that I've had for 30 years, 34 years. I've, I've read from the poorest people to some of the richest people that will blow your mind. I don't drop, I don't name drop, I don't, but I have a pretty good clientele base. And if I start to sell stuff again, I'm sure my clientele base will actually triple. Now, I am a reader and I'm a damn good reader and I, I am happy and proud of who I am. Not everybody is, not everybody likes the fact that I am who I am because I'm so real. I don't candy coat things. I don't tell you this or that or, or, or make excuses. I break it down and I tell you exactly how it is. If your man is no good, I'm gonna tell you your man is no good. And if you tell your man that I said he was no good and he calls me, I'm gonna let him know in front of you that I said, yes, you are no good because you're not, because I don't lie. I don't have a problem speaking my mind if you ask me a question, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Maybe I'll tell you in a way that it's ghetto. Maybe that day I'm feeling a little like Queen Victoria, so then I'll talk to you while sipping on some tea with my little pinky sticking up in the air with some decorum. Or maybe I'll just act like I'm trailer trash and I'll just curse at you. However the message comes across, it's gonna come across. And I'm gonna tell you however it is and, and however you feel about me, it's fine. And you wanna know why? The reason is because I'm not letting anybody guide me. I'm allowing spirit to guide me. So if spirit decides this morning, if spirit has a bug up his ass this morning, I'm gonna have a bug up my ass this morning too. Because sometimes spirits are like that. Sometimes you don't know what spirit walks into the room, you know? And I, like I said to everyone, and I'm always clear and I don't pretend to know everything. I know where I walk. I know that I walk in between the veil of everything. And I know I walk in between the gray, 
But I always say I'm grateful and I live in gratitude. I don't know if it's God or the devil who gives me my energy, but whoever it is, I'm grateful. And I live in gratitude every day for it. Why? Because I've learned from my past. I've learned from past mistakes. I've learned that people will only do to you what you allow them. But I also know that people can be molded by yourself, by you, and they can become monsters. And when they become monsters, then that's when you start to complain. If you don't want to complain and you don't want to be bitter, then don't create a monster. Don't. When you go to the store and you're going to buy something for yourself, buy something for yourself. You hear that? Yourself. Okay. I usually go to the store when I used to go to the store and and and, and was with my ex my ex husband. I used to see things. Oh, let me buy him this pair of pants. And let me buy him this pair of pants. And let me buy him these sneakers. So when I go to when I go away, I can take it to him. So when I looked at my bag, I got home. My bag was mostly their stuff, not my stuff. So at the end of the day, I don't do that anymore. I go to the store because I'm going there to buy for me. I'm going to buy for me. And people will say, wow, you spend money. You spend a lot of money. Yeah, I spend a lot of their money, but I spend it on myself. I ain't spending it on you. I'm not spending it on anybody else. And at the end of the day, the money that I spend is my money because you know what? I earn it. And since I earn it, I have the right to spend it however I want to. Now, if you're going to come over and you're going to take care of my bills and you're going to take care of me and you're going to pay my car payment and my insurance and you're going to give me walking around money and you're going to keep me in the style that I've accustomed myself to be kept, then, hey, I'll go to the store by myself an outfit and buy you one, too. So with this, guys, like I said, I'm not going on tangent and I'm not jumping. I just want you to know that there are many scenarios of what you can call monsters, of what you can call relationships, of what you can decide what you're doing. But ultimately, you need to become the person who is ultimately guiding yourself. Why? It is only when you become your own best friend, when you can say, I am my best friend, I am my, my own best friend, and you can sit in a room, as I do on a daily basis, and sit in a room for more than 12 hours, 14 hours, by myself without turning on the TV, reading a book, or working on something, or 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 looking through to TikTok or a catalog or something, or just walking around. When you can do that and feel happy with yourself and you can go to the water and you can go anywhere and you can travel by yourself as I do and you don't need someone there and you feel comfortable with your own spirit and your own self, then you know what? Then you can say, I'm good. But until then, you can never say you're going to be good because you're always going to depend on somebody. You're going to always want to be with somebody. You're always going to be around, want to be around a crowd of people. You know, I'm constantly being invited to functions and I don't go. I don't go because the minute you tell me, the minute I ask you the question, how many people are going to be there? And you start telling me all these names. Once you pass three, that's enough. That's more, more than enough people. Three and over is too many people, too many people. Two, three is okay. 
more than three, it's too many people, too many people, too many energies, too many conflicting attitudes. We don't need that. Okay. Why? Because everybody, everybody that you run across that don't know you are always going to look at you. And I'm not telling you to be paranoid. They're just going to look at you because they don't know you. And they're going to ask you a, a series of questions. And at the end of the day, they're going to try to change you or they're going to try to give you some advice. Oh, I like you. I want to be your friend. And then they want to hang out with you. And then when they hang out with you and they see what you're really like, they're like, oh, well, maybe you need to tone it down a little bit. Or maybe you need to, or maybe you need to just like, you know, maybe you don't need to be so angry or maybe you need to let this go. Well, maybe you need to kiss my ass this is what I say. And I keep walking because I can't walk around worrying about what you're thinking of or how you think that I should behave because it's not the proper behavior for you. At the end of the day, I stopped playing the good little boy trying to please, you know, my master who was a monk. I'm tired. I was tired of pleasing pleasing all of these shut down lord this interference today anyway so like i said i got tired i got tired of trying to make everybody happy always putting on a smile, how are you? And pretending that everything was beautiful when inside I was eating myself up. And just like I did, there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who do that to themselves every single day. They walk around with a smile to make everybody happy. They, they, they feel like they have to please the world. For what? For what? If you don't please you, how, why are you going to please somebody else? Why are you going to please the world that's not helping you with anything and you're not going to please yourself? If you feel you need to work on yourself because maybe somebody that was really close to you said to you, well, you know, I love you and I accept you the way you are, but you know, maybe you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar and, and you understand or they explain it to you, they break it down to you. And then if you choose, well, maybe I need to go to therapy because maybe I need to, maybe there's a problem. Go to therapy. I advise it. I love therapy. Go to therapy. And then you know what? If, then if you choose to, to put on a happy smile every day, then that's fine. Then do so. But let it be because you choose to do it, not because someone's pushing you to do it. Because there's a difference between being guided and being pushed. And most people that say, oh, well, I just want the best for you and I'm trying to help you. No, the majority of the people that are trying to do that, they're not trying to help you because at the end of the day, all they're doing is they're trying to push you into doing something that they want you to do because they want you to better yourself for them, not for you, so that they can bring you around their friends so that you can, you can shine but guess what? I shine just fine. There might be a lot of people that mislike that that may not like me or dislike me because of who I am or what I am or how I speak or how I carry myself. But I can tell you that for every thousand people, there's a hundred thousand people that like who I am. 
I've never been around any part of the world where I have not met people and have not kept in touch with them. So obviously that speaks volumes, but that's only because, like I said, I have become my own best friend. So when I travel, when I walk down the street, I don't walk down the street with fear that something is going to happen to me. I walk down the street with happiness that if today you come to me and you decide that you're an angry person and you want to take my life in my mind, you may think that I'm afraid, but in my mind, what I'm saying is, thank you, Lord. I'm ready and I will accept whatever you bring my way. I have no reason to fear. I have no reason to feel bad. I have no reason to, to say that at this point in my life, I'm unhappy. Everything that I've wanted to do in my life up to this point, I have done everything. And I don't know anyone who can say that, but everything I've ever wanted to do, I've done. Come on, guys. You guys know me. I've had stores. I've had my own product lines. I've had my own lotion lines. I have my own perfume lines. I published books. You know, there's nothing that I didn't want that I didn't have. I had it all. So at the end of the day, and I've traveled a great deal and met a lot of people and have helped thousands and thousands of people. So you know what? If it is my moment, then it is not just my moment. It is my glory. But then again, I'm not talking about death. I'm talking about being comfortable enough with yourself that you don't have to have those fears in your mind. Oh, well, if I go here, then I may die. Or if I go there, something bad may happen because people do that. People don't want to travel by themselves because they're afraid. But yet Dr. D is like me. We travel wherever spirit takes us and we go by ourselves. We don't have to stay in a, in a five-star hotel. We can stay in an Airbnb or we can stay in a shack. And we can, as long as the shack is clean, ain't got no roaches, ain't got no bugs, we're fine. But the bottom line is, is that you have to be your own best friend. And this, like I said, everything that I went over today, it's not about anything much about then accepting yourself, loving yourself, respecting yourself, not creating demons that you cannot control, which is giving up your freedom to any one person, even a friend, okay? Don't always think that it's wise to let your friends know what you're doing or what you're up to. Sometimes the best policy is don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Let them find out after the fact. I came back from DR and a lot of people were like, oh my God, I didn't even know you went away. Well, were you supposed to know I went away? I don't think you are because I don't live with you. I don't think that I owe you any explanation either. So, you know, with that being said, you guys need to understand that if you don't want to hide monsters in your closets by getting your ass whooped by people and then automatically pretending, oh no, he's good to me. You know, he's good to me. You know, I'm the one that's mean and I'm the one that looks for it. I don't think any of you women look to get slapped. I don't think any of you women look to get choked. I don't think that any of you women look to be mistreated, especially when you treat people with kindness and love and understanding.
Men too, because men get their ass kicked too by women and by other men. We don't look for that. I surely as hell don't look for someone to mistreat me. I look for kindness. I give kindness and whoever knows me knows that I give you the benefit of the doubt. The first time I meet you, I give you the benefit of the doubt. I will treat you with kindness. I will treat you with love. I will treat you with all kinds of things. And I'm very detailed and I watch you and I observe what you like, what you don't like. And I'm always catering. But the day that you think that you are more man enough and your balls hang lower than mine and you think that you can slap me or push me or say something, you best believe that at one point you got to go to sleep. Just remember that. You got to go to sleep. So women and men learn to listen to that inner voice. Learn to be guided by yourself. Learn to learn to love you. If you don't learn to love you, then how are you expecting someone else to love you? You have to love yourself first. So this is not about bullying or being bullied. This is about creating monsters that you can't control, but it all is, it's all caused by, it's a cause and effect. It's a cause and effect of not loving yourself. Because if you have to find a man and all of a sudden he becomes your best, oh, he's my best friend. No, bitch, he's not your best friend. He's your boyfriend. You just met him. He's your boyfriend. He's not your best friend. He's not someone that you tell all your business to. He is your boyfriend. Okay? Simple as that. Now, if you are best friends already and then down the line you become partners, I can understand that. But to meet someone and start dating them and, and a month later, oh, he's my best friend. Do you know how foolish that sounds? Very foolish. Okay? I'm not even going to say stupid. I'm just going to say foolish. So if you don't want to create monsters, I don't like crowds. I don't like to care what people think about me. Lisa Leonard, I agree, honey. I don't care what people think of me. I walk the streets by myself. I drive my car by myself. I go to the restaurants by myself. I do things by myself and I am just fine. I don't have to deal with something. If I go into a, a mall and I feel the vibration is negative, I walk right out and go to another mall. It's simple. We have choices. We don't have to be anywhere we don't want to be. We don't have to deal with anything that we don't want to deal with. We don't have to socialize with anyone that we don't want to socialize with. It doesn't matter if it's your boyfriend or your girlfriend's mother or father. You don't like them. You don't like their energy. You don't want to socialize. Don't socialize with them. You're, you, if you're a grown-ass person, no one can tell you that you are obligated to socialize with them. Because if you yourself are not obligated to socialize with them and you decide to walk away from them, why would you expect someone else that you're with to socialize with your parents if you don't like socializing with your parents? Think about that, guys. Think about that, okay? Don't play victim. Don't play victim because... We create these monsters by letting people interfere, getting into our wallets, getting into our business, checking our phones. I wish somebody would check my damn phone so I can slap them in the face with my damn phone. I wish somebody would go through my wallet so then I could take a, a like an old fashioned, the way our parents were, and take a wooden spoon and hit them over the head. 
for going through my wallet. I wish somebody would. You know, I mean, I look, I see it in Cuba. I see it in any country I've been. I see it. I see it in this country. You know, people, well, who's calling you? Well, why are they calling you so late? Well, mind your business. They're not calling you. They're calling me. I mean, think about that. Sometimes the people that are trying to guide us are the people that we're with. And unfortunately, someone broken cannot guide you. If they ain't got their shit together, they can't guide you. So you have to keep yourself focused. Okay. I got one minute, guys. I am so sorry that I started late. You know, we've been having difficulties, but, you know, my dear doctor is away um, in another country. And you know that I just came back from being in another country. So at the end of the day, there's always, there was always some, you know, back and forth stuff. But I send you light and love, like always. Thank you for listening. You know me. I talk trash and I, State the facts and tell the truth. If you want to deal with it, fine. If you don't. One, two, okay. Okay, five. Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. Welcome to uh, Food Alchemy Network. And welcome to Coffee with Ori. It's Monday. I am your host, Ori. I hope you guys are doing well. It is the beginning of the week. It is the beginning of new chapters, new things, both exciting, good, happy, and sad. So we just have to take things as it comes and appreciate and live in gratitude no matter what. I want to welcome you to my show. And today we're going to be talking about emotions and people's reactions to emotions since this COVID thing has begun. And after commercial, we'll come back and I will do the three-card reading for anyone who's interested. So, you know, feel free to uh, chime in. One of the things that I want to talk about that, that is kind of like, um, it's kind of disturbing when you're kind of like one of those people that have a stick up your butt like I do sometimes. So I kind of get the reaction where people say, well, you know, you don't socialize, you're very distant, you're very cold. And I get that, but it, but it, but it's always been the way that I've been. It's always been my personality. I, I try to be a very uh, genuine and kind person. And I think that I, I am a kind person. I'm not going to say I'm a good person. I'm going to say, I think that I'm a, I am a kind person. So I always try to manage to be the best that I can be as, as a kind human being. But I've always been aware, and I and I'm I'm always I have always been aware, and I am always aware of people's uh, shortcomings by watching them, by acknowledging them, by noticing things that they do, they say, how they act, and you know, my Angela said, you know, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. So 
I've always done the opposite. I've, I believe people, but I've always done the opposite. I think that I've always given people the benefit of doubt and wanted people to be as kind to me as I have been to them. But unfortunately, we have a lot of caca people and um, not everybody is going to give you the same love and, and attention and caring that, you know, that you deserve. And not everybody is going to give you, uh, not everybody's going to be reciprocal to, to what it is that you're, your feelings. Okay. One of the things that I have been noticing is how women are being treated and they're being treated like they're second-class citizens. It's horrible. Um, how older people have been, are being treated. That's also very horrible. I don't understand why in moments of crisis, people panic to the point where they become belligerent, they become rude, obnoxious, um, idiotic, uh, very ignorant. And I don't understand why that happens. I mean, the only thing that I can gather up is emo uh, it's an emotional uh, fear of, um, of either dying or losing, you know, or making a scene as if children and, and older people are a waste of space because one, they're young and maybe they don't need to eat as much and older people, you know, that they're wasting time because they're around and some of them are living longer when they should not be. Either way, I watch even the way they treat the homeless and it leaves it leaves a hole in my heart. I know that a lot of people may think that I'm not a, I'm not an overly emotional, well, I'm not an emotional person, but I'm not an overly emotional person. I am an emotional person. I'm just not an overly emotional being. But when something is wrong, because there is a difference between right and wrong, let's not, let's not look at, oh, this is emotional, this is, this is that, and no. There is a difference between right and wrong, and sometimes people cross those boundaries. You know, um, they cross the boundary of what's wrong, and they continue to go into that boundary and continue to do these things that are wrong. And I find it to be kind of sad because these people, I'm sure that these people never asked to be homeless. These people didn't ask to lose whatever they had. You know, not everybody that's in the street is a drug addict and not everybody that's in shelters, you know, are addicts or a lot of women who are in, 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 in these places are there because they're either running away from a person who they're with that either mistreats them or mistreats their children um, because I don't believe that I, I don't believe that anyone really wants to stay in the shelter unless they have to. 
So I just think that there are a lot of people that through this COVID thing have lost their homes. I think there are a lot of people that have, that have made foolish mistakes by um, leaving their jobs because they believe that unemployment was paying more. So now, you know, it's hard for them to find jobs. There are jobs out here and there are a lot of opportunities. And I'm not saying that every opportunity is paying $15, you know, an hour. But they're paying anywhere from $12.49 to $13 to $14 an hour, which is, I guess, is not bad for this time frame. So the point I'm trying to make is, you know, we all need to check ourselves. It's not just, it's just not random people. We need to check ourselves. We need to make sure that we are aligned with ourselves. We need to make sure that when we look at something, we know exactly what we're looking at and we're not passing judgment when we're looking. We're just looking and we're doing the best that we can. And every time we feel like there is something negative coming or or, or something that it, we're going to spew out of our mouths that's going to be negative, we need to check ourselves and basically deal with our own dramas and our own fears and our own stupidity before we address someone else, okay? I think it is important that people understand that there are, there are many great things happening. Although there's a lot of bad things happening, there are a lot of good things happening as well. Because one, it's, you know, there are people who don't care, but there are a lot of people that that care enough to do the social distancing, that care enough to respect people's boundaries, that care enough that if they see somebody wearing a mask and they're not wearing a mask, they at least have the, the, the they're at least courteous enough where they're not passing judgment or they're not treating the person in a bad way, you know? Uh, a lot of that is happening. A lot of that is going on. So I just think that that people really need to, to see the bigger picture. You know, there are a lot of things that are happening in the world, but this is just a, this is kind of like a, like smoke and mirrors. This is, this what's going on is smoke and mirrors that are going on. And it's not a conspiracy theory. This is real. This is factual. Come on, this disease didn't just come, you know, from this, this disease didn't come from Wuhan or whatever. This disease started here. You know, we were the ones messing around with, with bats from, from China, creating this, this virus. And then all of a sudden we sent it to China. And I guess with no instructions, because that's what we do. We send shit other countries and then we don't take the blame for nothing. So of course you give something to somebody you give it to people who are interested in science, they're not going to stop working on the project. They're going to continue to work on the project. And, and what happens? Sometimes things get sabotaged. Governments can be evil. And I think a lot of governments are more evil than even, than even serial killers because they do these things and in their mind, it's a casualty of a casualty of war.
people die, normal people die for no reason. And automatically we're, it's a casualty of war. We're fighting a war against diseases. No, you're fighting a war against something that your ass has started. This bullshit was started by you. Then it's passed on, you know, you passed the buck to another country to create chaos in their country by our country. And then what happens? Then people arise from their from the ashes, not like phoenixes, but like zombies with their ignorant attitudes. And then everything that was dead or put aside of, of racism and, and, and equality, it, it no longer it, it no longer plays an important role. So it's okay when when people fight. It's okay when when racists fight. It's okay when when all these things are going on because there is smoke and mirrors. There is something else happening behind the scenes that they're not showing you, that they don't want you to see. And the biggest problem and the biggest thing that they have is they want to make sure that your mind and your heart is so in focused on news that you're just allowing everything to go by and you're not focusing on the important thing. You know, you're only listening to what they want you to know. And it's not that it's fake news. It's real news. They just don't want you to know. Okay. Um, there's a guy on TikTok, guys. I'm not sure if you know who he is, but there's a guy that claims to be from the future. Now, he said a couple of things, and people said that none of these things happened. But if you take the time to actually go online and actually start Googling, like how many people disappeared on the day that he said they were going to disappear, and you start going to um, how many people and you start to count, you'll start to see that the numbers are accurate. Um, he predicted that some kid was going to find some dinosaur eggs or whatever. Dinosaur eggs were just found. And um, they just found like another tomb that they can't explain. That's supposed to be like a some type of AI. And but they said that he also said that, that they were going to find a technology that's going to be able to move us from you know it's going to open up portals. So I don't know how valid this guy is, but I can tell you that I have been following him and I I've been googling stuff. So. He's not actually that wrong. You know, I don't think that anyone will come into this world unless they are spiritual and unless spirit is that that on cue with them where spirit is pointing out days and showing numbers of days and things. But what I can tell you is that there are so many conspiracy theories like UFOs and all these hidden animals and all this stuff. And these things, you know, the, the, what's sad is that a lot of people actually believe that these are conspiracy theories because the government can make you feel and look at the world as if it was a conspiracy theory. They don't realize that this is not a conspiracy theory. This shit is happening. 
this shit is real. This stuff is moving because it is supposed to move. It is supposed to do what it's supposed to do. It's not supposed to, um, it's not supposed to entertain you. It's supposed to make you fearful. And when people are fearful, what they do is they start to pick on each other and they start to treat people like crap. So these emotional roller coasters that people are going through and these, um, these, these automatic sicknesses that these people are starting to feel because a lot of people and children are, are getting sick, you know, out of the blue and there's things wrong with them. And, you know, the kids that never had problems and people that never had problems all of a sudden now they're becoming depressed and they're beginning, you know, they, they get these allergies and they don't know where they're coming from. They go to the hospitals and the doctors don't know where they're coming from. Well, maybe you start messing around with people. You stop messing around with the DNA. You stop messing around with the things and stop trying to always uh, com convert uh, a banana from a yellow banana to a purple banana or convert, you know, oranges and you make them into like blood oranges and other type of oranges. I mean, come on, we've been splicing and we've been doing all these things and we've been creating different color flowers and different color roses. And, you know, all of that is fine and good, you know, but when you start to deal with people's DNA and you want to mix animal DNA with human DNA and you want to do all these other experiments, that to me is deadly. And it's a force you don't really want to mess with because, you know, look at what's happening and look at what happened you know, in every situation, which whether it was the Ebola virus or all these viruses that were that were passed down, even the Black Plague, you know, uh, typhoid, typhoid, and all of those things. I mean, you know, when when minorities are dying, there's it's not a big deal. Minorities are dying. The numbers of minorities are dying, but when it starts to reach Caucasians, then that becomes a problem. And right now, I can tell you that, yes, there are a lot of minorities that have died and minorities that are dying, but there are a lot of Caucasians that are dying of COVID and a lot of young Caucasians are either killing themselves because of depression or they're, they're dying of COVID because they don't believe that they should wear masks because they don't believe that this is real. So what happens? I said it before and I say it again. You have a person who goes into a hospital who got the COVID shot and they go to a hospital because maybe they need surgery. So a surgery where it's supposed to keep you in the hospital for three days, someone comes in with COVID, someone that's Caucasian comes in with COVID and all of a sudden you have to leave the hospital and rest at home because there's no bed. You got to give up your bed and it's not, it's, you know, you try never to say, well, it's a racial thing, but it is a racial thing. You know, it really is a racial thing. You know, there's no more, you know, yes, there still is, you know, problems with the cops and when it, when it comes to, you know, minorities, but, you know, the jail, the jails now are the people who are dying. And like I said, I'm, I'm a firm believer in this. If you don't believe in COVID, and you don't believe that you should get a shot for the COVID thing, 
and you know and you take good care of yourself you have a, a very high chance of not getting infected in any way but if you are around people who are infected who don't feel they don't have any symptoms they don't feel any symptoms and then they just continue to walk around you like nothing then you know what if they get sick and they didn't want to take the shot then you want you know what let them figure this shit out for themselves don't get someone who's ill in the hospital and give them the bed because someone who chose not to get the vaccine gets sick and then all of a sudden you need to there's they're so sick that they need to go into the hospital you know I don't I I don't think that population control is 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 a great thing, but apparently it's been happening since the beginning of time. So my thing is if you're gonna walk around saying it's one thing to say, I'm not gonna get the I'm not gonna get inaugurated. I choose not to get inaugurated for XYZ. But to say I don't believe in COVID, I don't believe that it exists, I don't need to do this, you're 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 going against my rights. Well, you don't want to take it that's fine don't take it but if you get sick they shouldn't even they shouldn't even allow you in the hospital they should let you go home and rest in your bed and die at home you don't believe right so it's not going to kill you so since you don't believe that it's going to kill you then go home and lay in your bed and let your family take care of you to see if the virus is going to kill you or not you know or Pray to your white Jesus and see what he's going to do about it. Because at the end of the day, I talk to God, you know, I'm one who I had COVID and I didn't know that I had COVID. You know, I got it when I went to Houston and it was like, like the twilight zone because here everybody was well guarded. You know, you, you still had to wear your mask. You couldn't go to restaurants. You couldn't go to the supermarkets without your mask. You know, we were waiting on lines, which, was kind of unheard of. And and here in this side of West Palm Beach, I didn't have to go through that. But where I lived before in Palm, Palm Springs, um, there were stores that you had to wait online, which was all new to me. But when I went to Texas, you know, nobody in, the, when you got out of the plane in Texas, it was like you step into another world. Nobody was wearing masks. You know, you go into the stores, nobody were wearing masks. I went to, to a few restaurants that I was taken to and and crab shack and stuff, and there were people crowded, people on lines, all up in each other's face, talking, no masks. And at one point, I must have gotten COVID in Texas because I remember I was there for like seven, seven days, six nights in seven days. And I remember that I. The one day I was very cold. Now, mind you, it was cold in Texas and it was rainy. It was also rainy a lot. So it was chilly. So I went out and got some sweaters and, you know, um, and, and a jacket and stuff like that. And, you know, and I had bought a, my toggle sweater and stuff. So I was pretty warm. But this one particular day, I didn't do anything. I, I didn't work or anything. I just, I needed to lay down and I had to chill. So I made myself some tea and I rubbed tea tree oil on myself and I just slept and I, I, I must have had a slight fever cause I was sweating and, and the next day I was fine. So let's just say that happened like on a Thursday. So Friday I woke up, I was fine. Saturday, Sunday, I come home, 
Monday, I'm home. Tuesday, I go and get the Monday, I go to the doctor. I had an appointment. I go to the doctor and I get blood work drawn. Usually you wait until the end of the week before you get the results. I didn't wait because I had made an appointment to get the COVID shot. So I got the COVID shot and I was ill for a month and a half. When I got my results at the end of the week, the doctor basically said, you have COVID and that is why you are feeling sick. If you would have waited, I would have told you not to do it because the enzymes in your body are really high. And, you know, your body is fighting two different infections, the infection that you had and the infection that you got from the COVID, which a lot of people think that because you're getting a COVID shot, it's not like the flu shot, that it's just like a medicine that you're getting. I don't know of any shot that the government will give you that does not have the bacteria in it. I don't. I think that we we have the ability to fight a lot of these infections the right way if we really wanted to. But I think that you have to, at this point in time, with so many people that have died all over the world, you're going to have to come to terms with the idea that COVID is not something that's not real. It's real. You know, whether you choose to inoculate yourself or not, that's your own personal belief. But you people that don't inoculate yourself, a lot of you, you get the flu shot. Why? Why? I don't get the pneumonia shot. I don't get the flu shot. I don't believe in that. Not because I don't believe in the flu. I know that the flu exists. But every time I've gotten the flu shot, it's done nothing but make me feel worse. So why am I going to get something that's going to make me feel like crap? Now, mind you, I did get my second shot. Um, I waited. I waited like two months or almost three months. And I got my my second COVID shot. And it did, it did absolutely nothing to me. It was both of them were Pfizer. The second one did, did nothing to me. I mean, no fevers. My arm wasn't even sore. Nothing. I was fine. So, like I said, a lot of these emotions that are being stirred up are being stirred up by our own government. And we need to understand that. We need to understand that our government has the power to create love and a, love and a peaceful environment. Just like our country has the ability to create wars and they have the ability to tear you down and break you down. You know, they will get into your personal life and 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 make mincemeat out of you. And before you know it, your whole life is, is in shambles. And to them, they will walk away like they had nothing to do with anything. So we need to start looking and opening our eyes and need to understand and, and stop beating up on each other and actually take take a minute to start asking people who know about the law to teach you or to help you with the law so that you can get a better understanding of what our rights are because we put these people in power. They didn't put themselves in power. We put them in power. And the thing is, is that we put them in power and we believe that we can't get them out of power. So therefore we enjoy it. Now, a lot of people enjoy the racist people that are there because as long as they're on their corner, even though they don't give them shit, they don't do anything for them. 
You know, they're not they're not painting your houses. They're not paying your bills in your house. They're not paying your mortgage. They're not doing anything. They promise you a billion things and they give you what? So the fact that you're ignorant enough to believe that this, con this, this country of ours that was so great, our country maybe was great at one point, but this is the country that I was born in. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's the worst place to be, but we're not the supernova like we used to be. We're not the superpower. We're not the super country like we used to be. There are other countries that are much better than this one, and um, there are countries that you know, like like Canada, that they have that the free medicine or whatever. I mean, come on, we're paying so much money. I was looking at my 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 insurance and i i realized the other day and it kind of makes you frown because when you call these people they have attitudes and i'm like dude i'm calling you to ask you a question relax you know it's like i i noticed that they charge you know like on a monthly fee for me to go to the doctor whatever they're like charging they're like charging um something like i want to say like twenty seven seven thousand dollars i'm like for what for what you know, there was a time where I paid for my medical things. I didn't, I didn't have insurance. I had to pay cash, you know, or I charged it. And, you know, I had, I had private doctors that charged me like $40 a visit and that was fine. And they would give me samples or if I had to go to the hospital, you know, I would go and, and, you know, charity care would help me, but I was paying them like $20 a month and they were okay with it because I was paying something. But no, I mean, the way I look at things now, it's like I can see why there's so many miserable people. You know, yes, they're going to bump up Medicare, which is great. But at the end of the day, they're bumping Medicare up to maybe $90, $90, $90 more. But they're bumping it up. Why? They're bumping it up because, come on, the cost of living is expensive. A steak that used to be $6, $7 is $22. Come on. It's enough to let anybody have an attitude. Even dogs are having attitude. And I get it. It's not so everything is not about racism. We got to let shit. We need to let that shit go and understand that this is not a me problem. This is not a black problem. This is not a white problem. This is not an Asian problem. This is a government problem that we as we the people need to address somehow we need to address the situation because if we don't they're going to continue to lie and they're going to continue to do what they do to us and we're going to continue to use it as guinea pigs and that's not healthy like i said i've been talking about this for the longest time and many people have and of course they look at us like they're crazy and maybe i have papers to prove that i'm bipolar big deal but you know what you know all of these traumatic experiences didn't just happen. People in the, in the military go through the same thing. I think it's time to go to commercial. Yes, it is. It's 9.30, so we're going to go to commercial. And when we come back, I'll just give you a few words, and then I will start this. So anyone interested, please feel free, because I haven't seen anybody here say hello or nothing. So commercial, please. They have said hello. Commercial.
Okay, guys, we're back. And um, like I said, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why, you know, I noticed that there's a lot of people that are, are they're not crazy, because really, they're not crazy. Hi, Kolalis. Good night. I'm raining a lot here. Okay. Hi, Kat. I, Kat, I, I was, I was, um, I mentioned you last week because, um, you know, we're talking about people's, uh, people that are entrepreneurs, how they're starting businesses and people that I've been meeting. And, you know, you're one of the people that I know that is an entrepreneur and I'm, you know, congratulations and kudos to you for the good work that you're doing and helping, you know, people look beautiful. Now, what I was saying is, you know, there's also a lot of a lot of uh, emotional baggage going on, and a lot of hatred, and a lot of anger. But it has nothing to do with this. This doesn't have anything to do with government. This has nothing to do with people. It has to do with your spirituality. It has to do with the fact that you're awakening. And some people that are just angry people, they're awakening, and the anger is getting worse. Some people who drink, drink worse. Some people who get high, get high more. And that's only because they're not really understanding what's happening to them. But all I tell you is to be patient and relax because soon you will know the difference of what's going on in your life, okay? Well, that is my little bit of information for this week, you know, about people's emotions. And I, really, I would really like for all of my people all of the people that I know and all the people that I love and all the people that are on this channel to please think about yourself and check yourself before you start having um, some negative emotion stuff and, and start talking to people like, like if people are your, are step, your, your stepchildren, cause they're not, you know, treat people with respect and people will respect you. Okay. Now I'm shuffling, you know, last week I tried something new, which was three cards. Hello, Miss Sadia. I hope that everything is well. Oh, and by the way, Miss Sadia, the movie, it's something about the wheel, something about wheel or time, something like that. It's on, it's on prime and it starts November. I think it starts November the 2nd. So I just want you to know it's that number that I was telling you about witches and, and, and warlocks and all kinds of stuff. It's going to actually, it will preview show that it's going to be really good. So, um, so you people that are out there and it doesn't matter if you, if you asked me a question last week, I, it doesn't really matter because you know what, day by day, what people don't realize is day by day, things change in your life. And for people who don't, you know, who, who are afraid, listen, this doesn't interfere with God. I'm not interfering with God. God has his work cut out for him, and I have my work cut out for me. So anyone who wants to know something, please ask question. I'm throwing three cards out, so anyone interested... I'm throwing two sets of three. One. Two. 
put things ash low. Okay, Coradis, look, listen to me. The, the first thing I'm going to say is this. In, in, the two of, in the two of clubs, right, it's almost like you, you, you're, you're still emotional about the death of your mom, although you're better. There is something inside of you because you're struggling with making sure that your daughter is okay, making sure that your job is okay, making sure you... So you try to balance everything out at the same time. And as you're balancing things out, it seems that you're going off balance. So in, in some aspects, you're growing, and then in some certain aspects, you're not growing. So I know that you have to really go back to basics, you know? If you were used to taking spiritual baths, start going back to basics, to the baths that helped you, start learning how to, to get into affirmations, start burning incense, start doing things that make you feel happy, acknowledging things for yourself, start doing things for you, not for everybody else, not trying to help everybody else, Help yourself so that things can grow. Now, in the seven of coins, it shows a big change that is coming. And sometimes changes can become, they, they can bring fears. You are spiritually inclined and you have been tapping into your spirituality and you have been paying attention. So, What's happening is with everything that's going on in the world and all the chaos that's going on around the world, you're picking up those emotions and it's making you feel like everything is slow and things are some things are good, but certain things are moving slow, like love and finances and stuff like that. But here Spirit shows that your doors are open, your paths are open. So, you know, this, this month right now that we're in, this month is about to end. And, you know, the beginning of, of the end, the end of this month on the 30th, from the 30th on, things will start to change for you. So my suggestion is, you know, get yourself a pink candle. If you can find a pink candle, light a pink candle to your ancestors and to the spirits that came before you, before your ancestors, and you start to ask the universe and live in gratitude of the universe every day. Thank the universe every day for being, for living in gratitude for, the, for what they bring you each and every single day, which is life, which is breath, which is a job, you know? Try not to allow the anger and the hatred of what you don't like to do. Try not to let that consume you. And you will see that things will start to change, but things are going to get better. Right now, they seem like they're not just, just hold on a few more days until, you know, it hits the 30th. And come the 30th, you'll start to feel better. Okay? Uh, Nidhi, you asked a question. And the question, the, the answer to you is this, okay? You know, sometimes you have, you, you've been around people, okay? And... Um, you and I have had conversations in the past, so I'm going to bring it up and I'm going to let you know. You know, uh, 
Um, that's not for you. That's for the person you read. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know. That's Kodali. Okay. Yeah. So, um, she's, she's a smart woman. She's in touch with her, her spirituality, which is great. Um, nine, Niete, is for you. Right, we have contact with... <laughs> okay, sorry, hold on to that question. I'll remember that question. Um, nine, Niete, it, it talks about chaos, but the chaos is what you call a friendly chaos. Chaos meaning that you surround, you have this tendency of surrounding yourself with people who are trash. You, you have a tendency of picking up people who are trash, you know, and you always want to help. You want to be the person who helps the underdog. I used to be that person. I used to want to help the underdog. The reality is, you know what? There are some people that are worthy of your friendship and your love and your understanding. And there are some people that are just not worth your time. You know, I never would look at people and say, oh, well, that person is trash. But guess what? I don't look at people that don't have money trash. I look, sometimes the people that I call trash have more money than God. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Yes, there is a problem. But the problem that was there, okay, will, was, was planted there to cause chaos for you. And it did. It did cause chaos for you for a while. Now, are you going to come out of it okay? Let me tell you something. It gets worse before it gets better. Just be patient with this and just keep on top of it. And and stop going to those people, you know, like you, you, you know, if you get your taxes done by somebody, some Joe Schmo or some crazy person who's, who's not used to doing taxes or they do it and they're like, oh, you know, it's fine. You can't play with the IRS. There was a time where people, anybody was doing taxes and people were trying to scam the IRS and do all this stuff and they could get you a whole bunch of money. But it has not been like that for the past five years. So whatever's gone on, maybe it'd be, and maybe it's been longer. Just remember that whatever the IRS owes you, you always get it back. You, they always give it to you retroactive because it's money that's owed to you. So they have to give it to you in one lump sum. So at the end of the day, whoever did your paperwork didn't do a good job. And you knew that, but yet you went back because it was somebody that you called a friend. That's not a friend. I'm sorry. And when I do, when I deal with business, I'm going to give you this advice, you know, because in one, you know, spirit saying you will triumph because this is about the dead. But they're basically letting you know as well, you know, when you're dealing with money, it's not about friendship. When you're dealing with work, like the when you're dealing with taxes, you need to go, you get what you pay for. If you go to somebody who's going to charge you $25, that's all you're going to get, $25 worth of nothing except headaches. So you don't want to really mess with the IRS because they're, they're, they're gangster. They will really screw you up. You don't want to do that, but I do see that it's going to be where it's going to work out for you, but you have to be patient. Okay. Be patient and be still, but you'll get your money and you'll be able to do the things that you do. And before you do them, stop telling people your plans about what you want to do, but that's not healthy. Okay. Miss Sadia, the question that I, the question you posed, okay, look in the 11 of clubs, it tells you use your intellectual, use your intellectualness, your spiritual 
intellectualness, not your intellectualness from books. Understand that the, the world that we live in, the planet that we live in, it's too big for us to be here by ourselves. It's been proven by people and even by me who have remembered, who has remembered, I remembered the majority of my past lives and there's a lot of them. And I remember that I was something before the pyramids were being built, I was something and I had red eyes. So that I remember. And I don't know what it was, and I don't know what kind of being, but I know that I've been around for thousands of years and we've discussed this. Now, do are there aliens that have been here? Yes, there are aliens that live in the ocean, there are aliens that live in volcanoes, there are aliens that live in mountains, there, there are beings that are among us, okay? Are we gonna make contact? Contact has been made a long time ago. But you know what? Unfortunately, you know, our government doesn't want to accept the fact that the contact that they've made has always been destructive. They've killed aliens because they, they feel that they come into our space and they feel that they are privy to owning this country. So they shoot them down, which this country doesn't belong to them. You know, I mean, you have to look at everything. You know, there are countries like Russia and Germany who embraced aliens a long time ago. There are countries like Mexico and, and India who have seen aliens and, and aliens have lived within, within their communities and, and people, you know, and they died and they buried them. There are in figures in India where you can see, um, Alien, even in, in, in Mexico and in Peru, you know, there's proof that they have been aliens. So has, um, have beings been in contact with us? Yes. Have they contact us when we're sleeping? I do believe that they do. And I do believe that we have the ability to contact them, but it takes a lot of meditating and it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of, you know, breathing in order for us to put our spirit minds, our spiritual minds and our spiritual souls in the in the same uh, in the same wavelength where we can take the, on the same journey that they're taking. And we can we can talk to them and they do understand us and they do hear us. And even though you may think that because we don't see them, they're not around, they're everywhere. They're everywhere um, and they're, they're different types of aliens and different types of, um, in forms of different types of animals. There's a lot of them in the sea and they're starting to come up now. And soon, I don't know how soon, but soon enough, there'll be something that will be coming out of the waters in New York City, Will be it will rise. Just remember that it will rise like the Phoenix, but it will come from New York City or New York State. It will come from the ocean or from wherever it is. It's going to rise from the water. And, you know, not too long ago, there were some alien ships in New Jersey that they started seeing. And then they said that there were drones. They weren't drones. They were alien ships that this guy from the from the from the, the claims to be from the past, he said it was going to happen. You are going to see more lights in the sky. People have been seeing more lights. People have been seeing things. And they, they keep trying to cover up with their, their drones. They're not drones. 
Okay, they're not drones. These 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 um, orbs. You know, people have seen them in their homes. People have seen them in the outside. People. Some people say they're angels. They're the dead. They're maybe they are the spirit of the dead, but they are also of alien form. You know, we don't listen. We don't listen. So we're we're living destruction times now. In the three of cups, it tells you that. You know, you need to be one with spirit, your 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 mind, your body, and soul. When you meditate, you constantly repeat to yourself, relaxing my mind, my body, my soul, and my spirit. And as you do that and you take a deep breath and you meditate, you start to realize that you will connect and you will hear voices that are different, sounds that are different, and don't dismiss them and don't be afraid because they're not trying to take you. Now, in the Two of Cups, it says that you and your partner will be on a journey somewhere and you will actually look up into the sky and see something. But don't fear it, because it won't hurt you. It's just something that, you know, they want, they want spiritual people to know that they're there. They want you to know that they're there and they're around you. So don't fear it, okay? Now I'm throwing cards out, so whoever wants to ask questions, just feel free, because whatever I throw out, three cards, it, you know, it, it, I don't have to throw just for you, you know. But if I'm throwing three cards out, whoever wants to hear, you're more than welcome to. I don't know who needs to hear this at this particular moment. Um, but the Six of Cups is telling someone, and you know who you are because you're an entrepreneur, that sometimes we believe that we have, we have a lot of friends or acquaintances that are our friends but now that you're in the business of being your own boss, be very careful about the people that you choose around you. Be very careful about the designs that you show people. Be very careful about things that you do around people because people will steal your ideas, okay? So you have to make sure that everything that you do Every blueprint that you make, everything that you do, make sure that you do what is called either you can copyright it or you can do the copy, the poor man's copyright, which the poor, poor man's copyright is to take, um, let's say, a blueprint and you fold it up, you write down what it is, and then you mail it to yourself by registered mail or priority. You have it mailed to your house and you do not open it. You leave it there because if somebody steals your design, you can sue them and you can say, look, I created it at this day and I and I, I didn't get a chance to copyright it legally, but I did copyright it the poor way and you will have 
no problems. Also, the two of two and two, the two of blade and the two of coins tells you do not doubt yourself. Do not doubt yourself in designs. Do not doubt yourself in anything that you want to do and anything you wanted to create. You know, don't be afraid to deal with textures and 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 fabrics of 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 you know weight because you know we're evolving in times where it's going to be very cold. So in the two and the two is just saying, you know, you're exactly where you need to be. Don't doubt yourself. Just know to be careful with the people you trust in your life, okay? Now, in the four cups, I don't know who needs to hear this, but the four of cups, says that there are many paths that are opening, okay? There are many paths that are opening. And you know what? As, I, as I'm as i reading all the stuff that you're putting down, Dr. D, I'm also looking at, at, at I, I keep seeing your son. I keep seeing some of my friends. I, I, see, I keep seeing you. And basically, the Four of Cups, Elekba is letting everyone know that, and Elekba is the trickster that, you know, your paths only close when you allow them to close. Your paths will always be open as long as you don't carry that negativity, okay? Just like the three of clubs is telling you that whatever toxicity you're holding, whatever negative emotions, whether it's your ex, whether it's family, whether it's just plain old bullshit that you're holding on to that really has no room or time in your life, do not give it energy. Anything that you give energy takes away from your time. Time is valuable. And you cannot spend your time being angry at someone because they're ignorant or because they don't know any better except they've only achieved whatever they have achieved by stealing ideas. You can't get mad at people for that because you know what? People do that all the time. You know, you don't want to, you know, I went from being, from being 30 to being 50, or let's just say to being 47, 48, to finally wake the hell up and say, what happened to my life? I mean, my my adolescence was horrible. My teenage years were worse. My 20s were shit. My 30s were bitter. And, you know, when I got to my 40s, I started to appreciate my 40s. But it wasn't until I was in my mid-40s that I started to realize, damn, so much time has passed by and I wasted so much time. And although I did things I like published books and had my own products and had stores and did all these things that you guys know about, I was still bitter inside. I'm not bitter anymore because you know what? Nobody's that important in my life that can make me feel bitter. If I get pissed off at you, yeah, I get pissed off at you. But what I've learned is that I'm not God and I'm not Christ and I'm not trying to be either one of them. I'm not Buddha and I'm not Muhammad and I'm not trying to be them either. I am a very uh, logical human being. I will. I always give everyone that I meet the benefit of doubt the first time. So in the six, you know, see, I don't like betrayal. But in the eight, well, it's not six, it's eight. It tells you, use your knowledge, okay? So use your understanding. What I what, what was my understanding to me is that I'm not a forgiving person. I don't believe in forgiveness because I'm not God. I don't I don't have the ability to forgive you. I will excuse you. 
And then as I excuse you, I just walk away from you and I never want to socialize with you again, whether you be my brother or my sister or my mother, my aunt, whoever you will be, it does not matter. I have no problem shutting you out of my life and walking away at all. And anybody who knows that, knows me, knows that it's true. Okay? Now, these are three cards again. I don't know if anybody wants, but I'm putting it out there now. This has to do about, this has to do, not with just one person, this has to do with a couple of people that are here. It's telling you to you to start listening more to your God voice, the voice that's internal, the voice that 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 talks to you, that tells you, don't worry, don't panic, don't don't stress. Not the voice that is inside your head that tells you, girl, you in trouble now. You don't have no money. You don't have this. You don't have that. That voice means nothing. The voice that you need to be listening to, it's the voice that will bring you that sense of peace and that voice that will bring you all that happiness that you need because it's important that you understand that you are important. It's important that you understand that by using your intelligence, your spiritual voice, listening to your spiritual voice and letting your spiritual voice guide you rather than having a map guide you because we've depending on we've depend on modern technology so much that half of the world is becoming stupid and i hate that word but it's true people don't there's a lot of people that don't know how to read maps i do people that don't know how to read atlas i do and people that depend on you know the GPS, to, to even to walk. I mean, I understand, you know, if you're lost somewhere, yeah, I mean, it, you click it on. But to get direction and to be listening to it as you're walking, come on, really? Let's be for real. So 11 tells you to make sure you listen to your inner voice. Whoever is going through changes that are, are about to start new things that they want to do, whether it's work, whether it's their own business, or whether it has to do with money. The one card tells you you will be victorious. So whatever it is that you people are planning to do, know that if you're planning to do something, make sure that you're doing it by the end of this month and, and like the beginning of next month. Why? Because, you know, especially people who are Aries people and Cancer people and Gemini and Virgos and Sagittarius and Leos. Really, really, really focus because it's a time for financial gain. Seven tells people that we need to focus on cleansing, cleansing our homes, cleansing our body, cleaning ourselves with either Palo Santo or sage, you know, or even, um, or even uh, what do you call that? Laurel leaves, you know, bay leaves. You take like five or six of them and you burn them and you just fan yourself with them, you know, just to get and to remove the negativity. Use sea salt. You know, people say, oh, well, you take a bath of salt, you're going to make yourself salty. No. Take some sea salt and 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 maybe some garlic powder and, and, um, and some lemon, you know, and put it in some water and use that water to cleanse your body and then wash off with clear water 
And then to, if you have cologne, like lavender cologne or rose cologne or jasmine cologne or, or patchouli cologne, anything that is sweet smelling, just then, you know, once you, once you wash off a of clear water, just put some of that on and just pat dry and you will see how things will start to change, you know? There is a mod, there is a, an affirmation that I've been doing. It's on TikTok, but you know what I've been doing, and it really does work, which is, you know what? I don't chase. I attract. What belongs to me will surely find me. But I also I also do this thing called, I think it's Pono Pono, which is Pono Pono, Pono, which is from Hawaii. So, you know, I've gotten into the habit of, of saying, you know, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. I live in your gratitude every day. Thank you. And that is my prayer to the universe, to God, every day. Why? Because you know what? I am sorry. I'm sorry for wasting time. I'm sorry for things that I don't get to do that I'm supposed to do because I'm so busy making sure that everybody else is taken care of. Why ask for an apology? Because I'm asking God and the universe to apologize. You know, I'm asking them for forgiveness because only they are the ones who can give me the forgiveness, not a human being. So why do I tell them, you know, that I love them? Because I, I love them. I love them the universe. I love the spiritual realm. I love God. So I love everything that walks with me, everything that surrounds me, everything that fills me. I love the universe for providing. So that's why I say I live in the gratitude of everything that you bring me and everything you do for me each and every single day. And I never forget to say thank you because I appreciate it. And I do. So you people out there that are not used to doing affirmations and say, well, I pray to God every day. Well, have you ever stopped and said, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I live in your gratitude. I love you. And thank you. Something that simple, the minute you get up, you're acknowledging to God and to the universe that you are aware and that anything you've done the night before, you're asking for forgiveness today or anything that you're about to do today, you're asking for forgiveness from the moment you wake up. Because of the fact that we're human and we're sinners, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know what situation is going to arise that's going to make us do something stupid, okay? Well, guys, look, it's 10.09. I've gone over my time. Live in gratitude. Live, love, laugh. That's very important. Namaste to all of you. Love and light. I love you guys. May you be blessed every day. May God always heal you. And may he give you all the things that you all deserve because you all deserve the best of everything. And be patient overall, okay? Commercial.